Hello. Hey, how you doing, Pat? What's up? Fries. What, yeah, what, I was gonna say, what are you eating? Fries. From where? That's important. Um, from this uh, acai bowl place that I get. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, you went to the I acai bowl, bowl place fries? and got fries? <laughs> yes, I get an acai bowl with a side of fries. I I don't know acai bowls, places that do fries. And I love acai bowls, but I've never been to a joint that did fries too. That's wild, man. That's wild. Do you do you dip the fries in the acai or is that like a separation of church and no, state? I'm not a heathen. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> I raw dog the fries. It's a side <laughs> of fries, Glenn. Come on. <laughs> Bro, people are obsessed with like dipping their fries and like they're frosty at Wendy's. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, what is that? I've done that. I've done that. Well, then what? Like, that's I don't. Something, that's something I'd write home about. You know? Why? What? What's good about that? Hang on. You know what? We're wasting this. We're fucking wasting this. We should be doing this on the show. Maybe I'll just leave it in and then I'll hit the open. Let's talk about it. Why? Why the frost? The the fries and the frosty. What? What is the delight in that? I, I mean, I've done it. It's good. It's just different. But like, is it something that I'm gonna master in? No. As uh, speaking of which, the bald bastard Brandon just showed up. With yeah, he's he's eating food too. Everybody's eating right now. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's time to do the show. I like guess the I'll last eat. Five shows. I think. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> God, um, uh, okay. We're leaving all this in because I am, I am, I am perpetually perplexed by the the frosty. Always leave it in. Yeah, I'm perpetually perplexed, perplexed by the frosty and fries thing. Like, is it because the fries at went like if the fries at Wendy's were better, would you not dip them in the frosty? Correct. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think so. The fries yeah. at Wendy's of all the top fast food chains, Wendy's got the worst fries, and then. Very close to the worst fries is Burger King. Now, and the Burger King fries are better than they used to be, and they still suck. Correct. Right, right. They're still terrible. And look, I'm I am in agreement that like of the they were good when I was a kid. When I was a kid, they had. Good I was going to say they. You think they, they got worse? Them in the late nineties, and I remember awesome, that. And then they changed them again. Yeah. Oh, okay. Another change after that. All right. I've I've probably not been to a Burger King in about you know twenty years at this point. Yeah. <laughs> like it's been exactly. a minute. I haven't been to Burger King in like a week and a half. Okay, one one <laughs> one fry for the rest of your life. The only French fries that you would ever be able to eat again for the rest of your life would be what? Now, quick question. I always have to have. I've asked, been asked this question before. Clarifying question: Do I only get to eat the fries, or do I get to eat the fries with the condiments from that place? You can eat the fries with the condiments from that establishment. Yes. Well, then it's it's Chick Fil A fries with the Chick Fil A sauce. It's a it's a. I mean, I it's very going to be very hard for me to disagree with you in this concept. But if it's a if it's just straight fry, no sauce, gotta go with Checkers. Checkers. I don't even remember that Checkers had good fries. I legit. It's been that long. Checkers I was, has the best fries. I was gonna say the garlic fries uh, at this one joint in New York, and I can't even think of the name of it. Like, I still have wet dreams about it. Like, legitimately, I'm like, man, I just jizzed my pants like I was eight years old again. And I was thinking about the garlic fries from this joint just outside if the U.S. Open. If you Checkers fries and Chick Fil A sauce, it'll change your life. I might have to go Shake Shack or. Uh, five guys. Over solid picks. That's, I don't know if I feel strong. I don't really consider either fast food though. 
It's True. not. It's more like it's it's fast food the oh, way that like just Chipotle food, is I mean, fast food. I, I gotta go old school and say McDonald's, man. There's like cocaine in those. Fries but they're not better than the, a waffle fry from Chick. Look, I love McDonald's I think they're fries. Better they're not if better you than get them. If they're absolutely fresh, they're the greatest thing you'll ever. And you're have. saying if you can't put, you can't dip them in anything. Yeah, I would take the McDonald's fries. I, I eat those without anything more than I eat any other fries without sauce. All right. The what point, an American. The, <laughs> the point of this is that AJ is not – there is a separation of church and state. There is no fry dippage in the acai bowl. We want to make that very clear. The two things are utterly – Very clear. Yeah, all right. All right, now we hit the open because that was the point of all of this. It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Stand up and sing the song. Dun, 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 dun. What's up? What's up? What's up? I want to. I want to make this very clear. I'm. I'm not comparing him to our truth, but I think at some point we might have to have a Reggie appreciation show. We just might have to consider it because I mean, you know I was a I was a Reggie fan before he was Reggie. Right. Right. I know. We we got plenty of videos together on the internet. I do. On the internet. On YouTube and Instagram. I remember that a great deal. My God, he is killing it too. All right, welcome in. Episode number 172 of Jobbing Out. Uh, if you guys know what it is, please just say I know it. Don't don't explain it because I want to I wanna quiz. Episode number 172 of Jobbing Out. Anyone? No idea. No idea. Brandon? No. Aaron, has. we've lost him. Uh, I think he's, he's disappeared into the abyss. Brandon, pretty embarrassing of you that you don't know, because it's literally the same episode number as last week. Oh, well, I, I was yeah. assuming that. Yeah. Pretty but... embarrassing of you, and I wanted to quiz AJ, really, based on the sure. episode number. AJ, yeah, 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 yeah. AJ it's, Sorry, I, it's I, directly okay. related to you. Do you know the episode number if I tell you that? Um, am I 172 times better than Aaron? That's exactly what it is. You nailed it. Way to go. You think it's only 172, by the say, way? I that's a little low, my yeah, friend. Right? It's way more than that. It's uh, it's sadly how many wins short you fell of matching Goldberg's streak to start your career. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so uh, sorry. Uh, that I mean, was... Technically, I am still on. As a singles, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. You've definitely not done that. All right, but uh, it was clearly your fault that you lost the match last week. You had your eye on something else down the ramp. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we would say it's my fault. I would would think the fault would lie on the bastards that came in. Those sons of bitches. Those (laughs) those sons of bitches. All right, uh, AJ is with us. Of course, uh, I, I should have let him do his bit. He is the. Main event, 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 a.k.a. Frank, a.k.a. who hotter than Top Dollar? Not Nala. 
He's here. Brandon, Aaron, Glenn, of course, with you as always. Um, I want to, I want to give this to how you. About, how about, how about, how about, how about the fact that uh, I've only ever done it three times, and when I said who hotter than Top Dollar, but for my elbow drop, everybody, yelled, dude, not, not, dude, it's that? strong. It's, it's not just. It's like okay. Can, so I don't know how much we're allowed to talk about this. So you again, as always, you can you can interject. Is is it official that you guys are now operating as faces? Is that can can we talk about that at all, or is that? I mean, let's, let, let, I'll just tell you what we said. Like, we've never been heels. We've never been faces. We've just been our own thing, right? Because we could operate. You know how NXT works. We could be the worst, most dastardly heels, and like, everybody loves week, you. Yes. Even this past week, Legato. People were cheering Legato while they were about to end his Swerve's career. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, there's. There's there's nuances between face and heels on NXT that Correct. exist other places, but yeah. the real thing is that like we said it before before we ever did the uh, the cipher, like when we got together and like put our put it together how we wanted to do it, we were like, yo, if we were heels last week, we're not heels no more. Correct. Like, we're like. Like you're not going to be able to watch that cipher and be like, I don't like these guys. Yeah, it's the second greatest cipher in wrestling history, only behind mine. <laughs> I mean, it's really only amazing. Kurt <laughs> oh, well, yeah, and those are okay too. But I was going to say behind Glenn Clark, who, who killed uh, uh, these <laughs> motherfuckers on this show. Um, I, like I and I, we talked about this here. Like we talked about the dude. There's no way you guys can be like heels. It's just you're too over. You're way too over. To be like true, I mean, the, true Beth, Beth Phoenix said it this week on TV. Like they chant hit row when they get in the building. Like right, they right. chant hit row yeah. during our whole match. Like, like we're 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 at a point now where like, like it's almost like when I wrote the song that like I made it so that you could sing along to it. Yeah, so what an idea! Would sing along. Yeah, to what it. an idea! It's, like it's, it's, it's almost it's it's almost like chanting "What's up" when somebody walks out. <laughs> like, were you gonna boo that guy? That's never gonna happen in a million years. It's never going to occur. Um, I I said this to you via text, and I'm I want to lay it out the right way so you understand what I'm saying. I know how good you are. In fact, as you remember, once upon a time I was briefly your agent. Um, I know how good you are, so I've never doubted anything. But you never know what somebody else sees and how somebody else being used. And on Tuesday night, and I'm not bullshitting you, I looked at you and said, that guy is a guy that looks like he's going to be a heavyweight champion at some point. Like, that's how strong I thought you looked, even in all the, you know, the, the nonsense of the match. And I don't know if you felt anything different about it, but the way it came off on TV to me felt like the focus was a little bit more on you than it had been before. I mean, I've always thought I was going to be a heavyweight champion. I know that. I know, again, I know <laughs> so that. I, I know that. like I was the best. I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I don't have... I don't feel like I'm the best person in his row. I think I'm the best person in this business. In the I, in the world, in all of for, humanity. I felt that I felt that for a very long time. And it's just now people are starting to realize maybe I'm not full of shit. Like people like you can people even people at the PC or people in WWE can say whatever they want, but like my comeback that I ran is the same one I was running on the Indies two years ago. My finish is the same one that I do on the Indies two years ago. If you didn't know, now you know is the same tagline I had on the Indies two years ago. Like, the hand gestures for Hit Row is the same thing I was doing before I ever got here. So, like, 
now I'm doing all the same things that I've been doing. And people are like, wow, that guy looks like a world champion. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, it's almost like you weren't looking. No, no, no. The whole no time. See, now you're doing the bit, though. I'm telling you, I knew all of oh, those no, no, things. I'm not saying you. Yeah. I'm not saying you. Yeah. I'm saying that's a general consensus where, like, I get a lot on Twitter, too, where people are like, man. So I'm starting to warm up on top dollar. Like you should have been warm. <laughs> like the only reason you weren't warm is because you were actively ignoring what I was doing. Like if you are actually paying attention to my promos and you're actually paying attention to my work, you're like, oh my god, this guy's a star. But like most people don't care because they don't. They hadn't seen me before, and like I'm the new person, and I'm just like right. every other big dude that comes from mm-hmm. the NFL who they think is a bum and he's only there cuz he's in the who came from the NFL like I get I get why it happens but it doesn't change how I feel because I've always felt like I was the man and that's the reason why I've been so successful because trust and believe there were plenty of people who have and still think in this business that what we're doing won't work like I was here in WWE for a year doing the same thing and people were like, I don't know how that would come off on TV. And now they're like, oh, you guys are the best thing on TV. <laughs> now they're like, here's here's two more T-shirts. Yeah, can you please yeah, can, right? can, can you please put me over, like, please? Like literally, two of the T-shirts had the tagline on it that I created three and a half years ago. Right, right, right. No doubt, and, man. No doubt. And another telling thing, I, I don't know if anybody else saw this on on the graphic, the match graphic. It it, it had all seven people on it. Who was front and center? No one next to him. It was AJ. Yeah. Well, that's that's just luck of the draw. I mean, because I saw other graphics where Raul was front and center, and I was right behind him. It more so is like, like yeah, it's more so because we're ta- it was a tag team match between me for me and Ashton. right. But they did they didn't put you and Raul for example on even playing field. They had you right up in the front. Yeah, but they, they, I also saw one where Raul was in front of me. So okay, like, I guess I didn't see that one. I just caught, yeah, I guess no, I caught so, the but lucky no, but one. I, but the point remains, it's just like, to me, it's like, I always have supreme confidence in myself. And that's why a lot of people, I tend to run, rub some people the wrong way because they think that I should think about myself the way they think about me. But in actuality, I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks about of me. Of course, of you know course. So, so like, to them, they're like, oh, he's, he's arrogant. No, I'm not arrogant. I just believe in myself. It's not my fault that you don't believe in me. Right. Like, and then when I prove you wrong, all of a sudden it's, man, I didn't know you had it in you. No, I always had it in me, bro. You just didn't care. Right. Or, or you're, or you're stupid, right? Like, or you're yeah, stupid. Well, and, and, and to me, it's a step beyond that too, which is, I, I know what you can do. And that's what I just said. I know what you can do, but I never know. There is a second level of it. This isn't a meritocracy all the time, right? Like this is a business in which, somebody can block you because they don't see it and so i don't know and in watching it i saw oh this is this they get it they fucking get it and yeah they get they get it because they understand like they don't it's not a secret that like i was the row on the indies like it's not a secret that i wrote the song like that's not a secret everybody knows that so like right you know, when we first debut, a lot of times, you know, people only, wrestling fans, I don't say people, wrestling fans, especially fans in the NXT arena, uh, like, they only know what they know. So, like, they see Swerve, and, like, they're like, who's Swerve with these three jabronis? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they don't know no better. You got to make them people give a damn about you. And now, the good thing is, Triple H really just gave us the ball and was like, all right, you got a minute and a half, say whatever you want. You got three minutes, say whatever you want. You got, you know... 
you know, what, what are you going to say here? What do you want to do here? How do you want to do that? He listens to our ideas when we put matches together, how we want things to come off. Like, he don't got to do that. No. Nope. He don't do that for everybody. He can he tells a lot of people, this is what you're going to say. This is what you're going to do. But he, like, he trusts us because he knows how good we are. So, like, he allows us to have that creative freedom. And we don't waste it, um, you know, saying something that'll, like, we're not idiots, and this is not a shot, but you all know what I'm talking about. Like, like we get free claim to say whatever we want, and we don't use that to say something outlandish just to get a reaction. Yep, yep. Now, you understand how the business works, too. Like, yeah. it's not about, you don't go into business for yourself in those moments. You know, like, you, you understand that, and I think that means all the world. So let's, let's cut the bullshit, and let's ask the question we have to ask. Should we be fucking coming down to Orlando in a couple weeks or not? Like, what the? Well, are we gonna get a fucking match or like? Can we get an answer to this shit already? I mean, I literally like y'all. I know. I know. Can come. I don't. I literally don't know. I know. Like, I, I know. I wish that I did know, and if I did know, I would tell you. Yeah, come on down. And if they could announce a match that we're in on Tuesday. No I doubt. Literally, yeah. I literally have no it, idea. It could be a six-man tag. It could be uh, a title match. Is Hitman's either score. going to be a six-man tag or a title match? One of the two is happening at TakeOver. But it, could also, it could also be like, bro, they already got a lot of stuff, and they don't have room for So you're going to do it on, on, on Tuesday like, night, they're right? Bringing, they're bringing Walter and Ilya Dragunov on. They're, like, they got to do the women's title. They got to do the men's title. They're... Probably gonna do something with the tag title. Break I mean, breakout tournament might end there. Breakout breakout tournament. Now that's that's the show. Like that's five matches. You know what I'm saying? So like, I have no idea what they're gonna do. Honestly, <sighs> I know that's true. I just selfishly <laughs> want to know. That's all it is. We got plans. Yeah, right. But the good thing is, the good thing is, if it happens last minute and you guys want to come, you guys got. Yeah, we do. Stay. We do know a guy. Granted, that is a good point. Granted, granted uh. Y'all, two of y'all will either be sleeping heel to toe in the same bed, or <laughs> on the, or you'll be on a couch. Yeah. But you know, you have you have a place to lay your head. That, that'll be all right. I I offered to sleep with Migs the last time, and he didn't take me up on it. <laughs> <laughs> so like, life will go on. We'll be all right. We'll continue to root for it. We will allow that to play out. Um, all right, because I know we can't keep you very long. Uh, you, we know that you're the gatekeeper for these things. Would you be okay with John Cena defeating Roman Reigns at SummerSlam? Absolutely. I mean, wow. Wow. All right. Here's the thing. I'm not saying Roman Reigns has to hold the title till next year's WrestleMania. I'm saying I think he will. But if you're telling me that John Cena beats him for the title, I believe it. Like, it's John Cena. Like, what in what world does John Cena winning his 17th world title? off of the hottest heel in the business right now that makes sense um because there you, are a couple things. It, well I, but i think this is kayfabe versus non-kayfabe too right like the non-kayfabe is like you want this to be someone that's going to be there for some time and, yeah. and use it as a moment yeah if roman reigns beats everybody's ass on the roster including edge daniel bryan and john cena who the hell's next so we were talking. We're I'll put the name out to you right now because we were talking about it last week. What about Biggie? Yeah, I can see that, but I think that they built too much of the story of Biggie cashing in on Bobby Lashley. Awesome. Yeah, I get that. Like, well, because like, the they had, but they had done that. 
If I can, can we? Can I super book to Mania? Sure, Go by all means. It. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm That's thinking the... Bobby. I'm thinking Bobby beats Le, uh, Goldberg, but then he's beat up because he took 15 spears and a jackhammer. Right? Big E comes out with the rest of New Day, cashes in. Now Big E's on Raw. Big E has a, a long reign until about Royal Rumble as the WWE champion. He drops it at uh, Royal Rumble. Because um, a debuting hit row costs him the title. Oh! <laughs> oh! Hit, hit, row, hit row versus the New Day at WrestleMania. Oh, oh my God. God. Okay. That's, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I take back everything I, I, I've ever said. I, I yeah, that works. Say, I, I was about to complain about the way you had Big E winning it. And, but no, no, no. Well, that, that's fine. That doesn't matter because it's building, <laughs> just building the mania. Oh, oh, that is some booking, my friend. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Oh my I, god. I feel like instead of instead of him winning the title that way, you just interject somehow Roman Reigns and then you have a triple threat between the bloodline New Day and Hit Row at WrestleMania. Oh, I mean, I mean well, if we're gonna just do all that, let's just make it a war games match. Bloodline ah! Hit Row oh! New Day. I keep Get the, the shield back together somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I keep thinking about the possibility that you're going to end up in a war games match, bro. Like I've been thinking about that a lot over the last I couple months. Like I, I, I it seems yet. so realistic that you are going to end up in oh, a war games match. I mean, I honestly, when, when I thought that, when I thought that takeover would be in Vegas too, with the SummerSlam, I actually pitched that to triple H. I was like, yo, like they changed when they they moved Hell in a Cell up from October. I was like, you know, we could do like a war games with Legato, maybe Imperium. You know, like find some find a third team, Diamond Mind. Now Rich Holland and and crew like the way there's a bunch the, the way the, there there's a bunch of different options, but like. Uh well the way is two dudes so I don't know how that work but well no you you have Johnny you yeah, have well, Austin well, and now and you have Dexter, Dexter yeah yeah throw Dexter in there yeah. I mean yeah you could do it that way that would that could have worked but either way like that was what I pitched for SummerSlam and he was like nah we're not changing the 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 schedule around and then so like uh like if you if they did do that I, that's what I wanted I'm t I want a War Games match I, Yo. mainly because there's no way you're stopping me from doing a moonsault off the top of the <laughs> Oh my no God, bro! Oh my God! Well, it's I, I, my I, first. I was going to take that. <laughs> this is not a spoiler. Uh, I mean, this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler. Yes. Uh, if I'm in a war games match, I'm going to do a moonsault off the cage. Yo, <laughs> yo! If, if you're in a war games match, we're going to wherever the fuck that is. Well, I mean, oh no, shit! Yeah, that's the idea. <laughs> that's the fucking idea, man. Or, or do we just have to like travel around the takeovers now for for the rest of? I mean, it doesn't seem well, like it's a war games. We'll know well ahead of time. Yeah, at least. it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a bad way to spend some time. I just want to be, <laughs> be standing in the. I just want to be standing in the ring when William Regal walks out and says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Forget uh, the actual maps. That's the best part of it. Oh God, that's it'll awesome. It'll be it'll be right after uh, y'all and whoever you're up against has beat up 18 security guards. <laughs> you know, this is out, out of each other. this is out of control. There's only one way to solve it. Oh God, that is okay. Oh, tremendous. That's tremendous. <laughs> All right, what else is going on in your world, dude? What else? What else can we? Um, you know, uh, you guys, you guys mentioned it, but we got a lot of merch on WWE. Yeah, Shop. you do. 
Nothing says hit rows working like getting five shirts before a lot of people a, get one. It's so. a good way of proving <laughs> where you're at, man. That is hey, that, that, the the one that they made that looks well. We gave them the idea for like the Vibe magazine cover. Like yeah. that that thing is so dope. That is the coolest shirt I've ever seen. WWE make. Oh, it, does, it does not yeah. suck. It definitely does not suck. I mean, but a close second is the one I just bought with the that has like the. Um, you didn't know, I, now you know. Yeah, that shirt is awesome. The 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 what the the like acid wash one. Yes, like seeing yeah. it in person when I actually got it is so much nicer than it looks on the. That, side. That's the thing I like most about both of them is like they. It's hard. To put your face on a TV, sh- on a t- uh, TV, on a T-shirt, and not have it look like a wrestling shirt. Yeah, you know it that? doesn't. And both of those, neither one of them looks like a wrestling shirt. Like it's like, yo, what the hell is this? Even the original Hit Row logo doesn't look like a wrestling shirt. The only one that looks like a wrestling shirt are uh, is the is the other. If you didn't know, now you know that they just released, and that's only because you can see that we're standing in a wrestling ring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. it makes reason. it. It makes it tough. It does make it yeah, tough. That, that does make it look like a wrestling. <laughs> yes. Shirt. Otherwise, it could just be your favorite rappers. You know, like it could just absolutely yeah. be. No doubt, man. No doubt. All right, bro. Uh, we'll let uh, you. If you guys don't buy three shirts each, uh, you're bad friends. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm, all right. You're I, right. I'm, I'm at two. The, I'm, I'm up to two. The, I'm ordering the new one today. I just saw it yesterday, so I was yeah. getting going to order it today. All right. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm up to two shirts, but I figured if we were going to takeover, we could just buy it there. There is that. There is that option. But, you know, I promise you I will be ordering more. I promise you. That's a 1,000. You need to get those hats. You need to get hats. That's what you need. Yeah. I've, I've tried to get them. I have another T-shirt idea that I want that's, that would be just for me. But uh, that just says not not on it. But, you know, you know it'll, it'll be, uh, you know, we got to try to get that done. I'm trying to get hats. Swerve's trying to get grills. We're trying to. Oh, my God. Oh my <laughs> god, that's Wait, brilliant! That'll be one of the bets when we bring bets back. Yeah, we have to get yeah has to get the swerve grill and, and wear like, it a, for a week, hundred percent. Oh, I'm all in. <laughs> that's that. the greatest bet of all time. That's incredible. <laughs> all right, uh, at AJ Francis four one zero. That's how you follow him on uh, all, all social, social media. Yep, uh, check it out there. Download the song, the whole deal. Do all of that. Uh, enjoy your fries, brother. Uh, it, and and in seriously, looked um, unbelievable this week. And 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 thank you, bro. It keep me. It it means the world. It means the world. All right. Uh, there he goes. He is the main event. 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 Yeah. Uh, AJ Francis, aka Frank, aka Top Dollar. All right, buddy. See ya. Peace. All right, boys. Uh, there you go. That's uh, that's AJ checking in, and I genuinely, I I felt something watching that on Tuesday night. Like I I felt like they're starting to realize that he should be a solo star. Like I mean, that, you wouldn't even have to yeah. watch it; just listen to the announcers. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> they were crazy. they were all in. They were all in. All right. Um, as far as where we're gonna go this week, I I don't want to do the whole show about Adam Cole. Um, but. It seems like it's the biggest story that since the last time we talked. So I that and Bray. So let, let's knock both of those out. I, I guess I, again, I get the Bray thing. The Bray thing is a disappointment. It's disappointment. Is there um, any way that's kayfabe? What do you mean? Like they they're used gonna his fake name to release him, and I mean they didn't say like his real name when they released him. They said Bray Wyatt. 
that isn't that a difference i've in how i, I, have, release I have never paid that much attention to it i gotta be honest with you maybe i i don't i genuinely don't know i mean i i, I mean if if any of these were to be kayfabe wouldn't that be the one that would be but for for what purpose though i don't know some weird creative bullshit they're do- i i don't know i just this one felt weird to me the more i thought about it like I don't it disagree that it feels weird or something. Well, I don't disagree yeah. that it feels weird, but I mean It's like way weirder than all of the other ones. There has been reporting that would seem to back up the idea that it's not right. kayfabe, that it's not like it's legitimate that that he's out. Um I, Is Aaron frozen? Yeah, Aaron's frozen. He does that a lot. Oh. The uh, the internet in Nevada apparently they just they just gave up. They were like, well We'll give you uh we'll give a give you legal prostitution, but we won't give you effective uh, Wi-Fi internet. Is the way that the uh, Nevada works. But by, by the way, I don't want to pretend that this is anywhere near as significant as those other two people. Particularly, like the way it was teased was like it would be it was going to be someone that significant. But there's also new news today about Pete Dunn's contract running out. Not that he's anywhere near yeah, those other two people. He's, he's not. But it was sort of similar to the Adam Cole news and how they were reporting that it's like. A contract expiring, not anything other than that. Um. Okay. I mean, I I don't I don't know what to make of that. And and it's a that's there seems to be a couple different things going on, right? Like it's pretty clear that there is a budget problem related to WWE that I don't know how to address, right? Like I don't know how to have that conversation. It's it's disappointing and it's particularly troubling. And this goes back to some of the things we talk about. It's tough to be the company that employs Eva Marie that can't find money for other stars. That being said, like we, when it was Braun Strowman, we all agreed that Braun Strowman was making too much money. It was unrealistic. And I don't know how much money everybody was making in order to have a sense of, like, is it okay to be the company that's employing? Um, Eva Marie and not employing Bray Wyatt. Like I, I don't know because I don't know how much those people make. And I, if you're paying real money to Eva Marie, no, it's 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 unbelievably unacceptable that you're the company that pays one and doesn't pay the other, and that's the whole deal. I I think the bigger problem, and there's been some rumblings about this this week, is where are they with Fox? Where are they with 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 NBC? That to me is the more concerning. If Fox and NBC only care about Bill fucking Goldberg and and Brock Lesnar, then they're good. You know what I mean? Like I, I, as much as or and not Brock Lesnar at and the moment. And that's probably true. And John Cena. And that's probably right, true. Right. And, and Roman Reigns. Like if if their network partners are like, we don't give a shit about any of these other people. We don't we don't care at all. Then these are the decisions that WWE almost has to make. And that speaks to a bigger problem about, you know, once you get into bed, once your your partners are paying you so much money, they are they are going to have to be allowed to make some decisions for you. But the immediate thought that you have is if you're really if you're losing middle ground talent, and middle ground's maybe a little bit unfair because but it's 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 high middle ground talent, the Bray Wyatt's, the Braun Strowman's of the world, those types of people. If you're losing that does does your billion dollar partner come back at some point and say this isn't okay and add in Daniel Bryan to that list or does your billion dollar partner at some point come back and say we don't even know who the fuck those guys are like 
are are you gonna are you gonna have John Cena for us for 16 dates? Are you gonna have Roman Reigns doing a year's worth of TV? Then who gives a shit about anybody else, right? Like, are you are you gonna be able to get Ronda Rousey back on TV at some point? Like, I I just don't know enough about those relationships to have a full sense of where they are in terms of like, is this causing trouble with the people that 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 make the most you know that are the the biggest issue for them. Yeah, I mean, and there's one other person that we haven't really talked about, which is like Becky Lynch. I mean, is essentially well, there still continues to be like confidence that she's coming back at some point. But it's, right, and what I'm saying is the but that's a level of person that is above all the people we just mentioned that they're released that were released. With the, I would with say the exception she's a of deal with the exception of Daniel Bryan, with the exception I, of Daniel Bryan. Uh, no, no, no. I think there's an argument to be she's, made. She's I think there's over. An don't don't get me wrong. But no, she Daniel, was the most significant person in their company in a year in which Daniel Bryan returned from a, a neck injury. Yes. And she was still bigger than Daniel Bryan. I, I understand what you're saying. She's also been gone for a little while, and that plays a yeah. role. I, I, If you want to say she's in the realm of Daniel Bryan, I'll give you that. That's I'm not fair. putting. We'll say in the realm of. I'm okay. not putting Becky Lynch over Daniel Bryan. But none of those other people are close to her. No, I, mean, I don't. I don't disagree with that. The fiend for a minute was right, but hey, there we go. Hey, yeah. the, look who's the, back. the fiend was for a minute right. Slim but, shady. So I think you know part of this conversation might be, hey, we have this giant talent coming back as well. We're more, but, you but know, maybe I we feel a little bit better about. But I still think there's two different other. conversations. Like I, I it think, is, of course, it's 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 five I, different. I think that I'm I'm talking specifically about at some point, are you pissing off your major money partners? And if you're not, if if NBC and Fox only care about the year point, the people that we listed and th- they'll throw Becky Lynch in there, right? Like if that's all they really care about then none of this really matters WWE because this is where WWE is able to say, we'll just make another Bray Wyatt. We'll just make another Braun Strowman. We'll just make another. The only Again, Daniel Bryan's the only guy on that list. You're not just making another Daniel Bryan. That's something that has to come for a very long time. But with no offense to the Braun Strowmans and the Bray Wyatts of the world, they're not at a level that's so elevated that WWE can't be confident that the next character they elevate won't become the next one of those guys. Those guys are not immediately causing a major ripple effect and making, you know, 100,000 people go with them. I'll never watch WWE again. It's, it doesn't work that way. It's not where they are. Those are essentially WWE creations. I, I think the question, you know, is this a... It's not an apples-to-apples apples analogy, but, you know, the Patriots... For- for a long time operated that way they can get rid of anyone bill belichick will bring him in coach him up then they got rid of tom brady and the question is how much of that you know how who is who basically and that's the question and you know for a long time now wwe has viewed themselves as the stars it's not anybody individually it's we can create these guys we can create a new stone cold Mm, well said. Yes, I I understand. Well, I, mean, I I would just I would just say, wouldn't that wouldn't the more accurate comparison be that they're the NFL and the, the you know the NFL can still retain viewers after Tom Brady retires, after Aaron Rodgers retires, after Ben Roethlisberger, after anybody who is considered a star that they would push to Monday Night Football retires. You know, th- th- there was a big conversation about can the NFL create stars again because a lot of guys were just players, and those are two different things. I, I don't think a comparison to like a sports team is that 
good of a comparison. So, so what I would say is, I and I do, I think the question is being, I don't think that WWE wants to lose these guys. I don't think they're doing no. this purposely. This isn't a we can just release everybody because we're so good at it. I no. think this is a financially driven decision that is backed up by the belief that they can also create the next whoever, right? And well, I wonder if part of it is also that they are trying to create, and again, this goes into sort of the territory that sometimes you don't want to speculate about, but like, what if this is about like the baseline of what a contract is? Do you know what I mean? And all of these guys, by by you know, based on the reporting, were making more money than they wanted to pay any of them. Bray Wyatt, this came up, um, and Daniel Bryan's not part of this conversation, but Bray Wyatt, that was a part of the conversation. Braun Strowman, yeah, that was 100%. a part of the conversation. Yeah. Some of the smaller talents were the people that they had given free raises to, for lack of a better description, when AEW came into the equation, and that was part of that reporting was basically, you know, if the baseline deal for i don't you know i don't even know what you would call it but in nfl it's league minimum so if in if there was a quote-unquote league minimum for wwe and it was 250k or something for a while it sounded like it became 500 or something and now it looks like they don't want to do that anymore and they're kind of like that was a big part of the reporting of the general cuts that weren't anyone we were surprised about was essentially these guys all got these bonuses to not leave and then well, WWE's and, like, well, and, we don't really care if you leave anymore. And there's some extent the concept yeah. would be, um, you know, we got to bring the baseline down. Correct. Like John Cena gets this, Roman Reigns get this, but everybody else who's all the same. Because like, let's let's be honest, Braun Strowman was being booked shittier, definitely than a lot of people that you would assume are getting paid less than him. Like based on what we have been told that he was paid. So like. That maybe was part of what they they looked at the bigger picture and said, we can't pay everybody what we're paying Braun Strowman, so we can't pay Braun Strowman that anymore, or something like that. I mean, I, sure, sure. It's, is it, but that's all made up. Like, right, you know, we don't right. Know that. Like, yeah, it's a hypothetical? Yeah, absolutely. 100% it's the case. And and everything is a little bit different. Every Every single one of these, there's a different conversation that comes along with it. And the only one... And this is with no offense to Bray. I like Bray Wyatt. But if WWE's answer is, ultimately, we are paying you too much, and we believe there can be a next Bray Wyatt, I don't know that I can argue with that. I, I, I'm not telling you I like it or I think it's good or I think it's a healthy thing, but I don't know if I can argue with a bottom line, we think we're paying Bray Wyatt too much, and we think we can create another Bray Wyatt. Not necessarily the same thing, but somebody who can matter and, and 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 people will watch and all of those things. I can't tell you that that's not true. I I think it's possible that that's that's true. I, the fact that there is somewhere for all these people to go, it might be that in a different world, WWE would turn around and say, "We need you to work for less." I have the first no, time that that's ever happened. This is this is a goofy. There's a goofy thing going on here. I don't know what's happening exactly. Um, the video is still frozen, but I can hear you. Now. Whatever, who cares? I don't need you to see me. That's not all that important in this process. Um, the the moral of the story, yeah, thank you, John Cena. Uh, the moral of the story <laughs> being, and I can still see you. So uh, that middle finger that you just, I, you can take it and shove it right up your asshole. Um, the the moral of the story being, I I can't speak to that. The in another world, they might have been able to go to all these people and say work for a little bit less and all these people might not even be able to make as much money doing other things 
but might simply decide, we just want to do something different. We just want to try something different right now. And so when you say, hey, work for a little bit less, we're going to say, no, we know we can go do something different right now. And so we're going to go choose to do that. And our life will be pretty good. We'll be all right with that. Here's my question, though. Why is this happening? Like, the, we got to acknowledge that this, these are different budget cuts than we're used to when we get to budget cuts. And, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the uh, ascension of Nick Khan is, is certainly part of it. And, and, you know, we can't really talk a lot about Nick Khan. But it, it is weird that, you know, all of a sudden it, it's these guys who are getting cut during budget cut season for whatever the reason for budget cuts when, you know, they're, they're touting their biggest quarters and biggest years ever. Um, it, it is. I'm curious And because we've all been freezing, you might not have heard this. I think Brandon might be onto something. The idea that they want to recreate the base at which they sign guys that aren't, you know, Roman Reigns. I, they, I do. They basically want to want to decrease the ceiling. Correct. That they want to say this. This is our number. We went crazy, and that was a mistake. And we can't use that standard for the next group of people that we might have to sign. There has to be a new standard for what it is that we pay someone that's that's a high mid that's that's someone that's in the championship realm but like again isn't big, big guy but isn't roman reigns isn't uh, by, the, by the way this happens in everything sure like, but it but it has and you're WWE. part of an industry where this i mean well the, our industry was morning show money was a phrase right right i'm but, sure morning show money doesn't mean now but, but our industry but our entire industry essentially went underwater i mean like our industry is essentially dead at this point <laughs> like i'm just well, i'm just it, saying but, like but at some point someone looked at those salaries and said well, right we, oh shit correct we're not going to do that anymore but there, those there is still and again it's difference Somebody can still get paid that way. If that somebody is Roman Reigns, if that somebody is John Cena, that it's the idea right. of we're we're going to stop driving up the next group of salaries. If yes. you're not one of those people, we don't think that we can pay you a million dollars. You know, whatever that number is, we're not doing that anymore. We're getting by, out by of by that way, business. I'll, I'll take it a step further and say maybe somehow a few AEW deals got leaked. To where they were like, oh, like people aren't getting what we thought they were getting over there. Like we don't have to pay that much more. I mean, it contributes to. I think it might contribute to that as I, I well. I guess if we want, if we want to look at this from a creative, the question is, okay, if if you're saying there's a, unless you are going to become Roman Reigns, unless you are going to become John Cena, does that make you? If you know you're not the guy, let's say Jay Uso, you know. You're a guy who who could break into we we like Jey Uso a lot, but he's not going to be Roman Reigns. Does that ever at any point make you say, okay, I'm never I know now I'm never getting that money. But, but you're, Does you're, that make me rethink? I and, think and there's I, a big gap between. Yeah, like you're acting like life can't still be good for these. No, no, I'm not saying life is good, but you know there are options out there. I'm, I I'm think wondering. It just widens the gap, but I think that gap has been so was so wide is so wide that there's still lots of great places to be that isn't that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm not saying that everyone's going to jump ship, but I do, you know, going back to the Adam Cole thing, does now that Adam Cole, is he thinking, well, maybe I'm not one of those guys. No, and I, but, but Adam, I like, the Adam Cole conversation is so different because Britt Baker is an AEW. You know what I mean? Like that for, if you're Adam Cole, you have to be paid a, a, cer a significant amount more for your life, Adam Cole is the most logical person that would ever jump to AEW. There is right. no one in the history of wrestling that would make more sense. He 
it would almost be insane for him to not go to AEW, right? Like, it's well, unless, 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 asterisk, unless he's the guy, right? Unless I I just don't think they make him the guy, correct? Unless they tell him he's about to become Shawn Michaels, you know what I mean? Like, in unless, like a year ago, I believed that was gonna happen. Well, when was it? Two years ago, I I still believe he could be Shawn Michaels, but until they know. That's the other thing, too, is they're not going to pay someone based on what they think they might be at some point. They're going to pay someone based on what they know their presence is going to do for them in making money. This is They're not Major League Baseball where they can just use Monopoly money and throw it around and say, we'll, we'll buy you out of your arbitration years because we believe you're going to be super special. They're going to pay for someone that they know is going to deliver them an immediate return on that money that they're spending. And Adam Cole, as great as he is, if he shows up on the main roster tomorrow, is not going to do that. They're not going to sell. I don't. I don't know about. No, that. he's. Well, no, here's the thing. He could, but as we're seeing, right? Guys don't do that. You know, don't go to NXT and immediately become big deals on Raw four. Well, what? He's but, not but, guys. You, no, stop he's that. No, I'm not saying he's not guys, but I don't have any but, trust. But, but in you're not coming you're, from NXT and being a radio. You're, you're also being unrealistic after. about this. Who is showing up? That is immediately selling thousands more tickets for an event. Right, that's, would, and, and that's the thing. If, if there is no, if you're saying that, then well, no, you there's, are saying, there's CM Punk. You know what I mean? Like there's that's you know they were able to sh- sell out a show in Chicago on a ten o'clock on a Friday night because they said CM Punk's going to be there. Yes, like the, the, the list is so small of people right. that can move that needle in all of professional wrestling that unless you're doing that, they're not paying you that way because they think you might. Now, they might pay you. A little bit more based on what they think you're capable of being. But even if WWE genuinely believes that Adam Cole is going to be Shawn Michaels, they're not going to pay him like Shawn Michaels today. That's, no, but they'll, they'll pay him like Drew McIntyre, though. Or they'll pay him like Kevin Owens, or they'll pay him like maybe, maybe, any of yeah, these. Maybe, right. Uh, I mean, I'd be so, I, I think it would be irresponsible for them not to. Um, but I, I mean, I do think now, not to the degree that you guys are saying, I do think Adam Cole goes to the main roster and on day one, like if Finn Balor, like think about what Finn Balor did the day that he came out. But, came but, you're, the main but roster. you're talking about like kayfabe accomplishments. No, 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 I'm not. The reaction and, and the kayfabe accomplishment together warranted. So the reaction warranted the kayfabe situation. But the reaction but was built, this they guy built immediately for the reaction though. They they hyped up his debut. Yeah, they Adam, and you don't think Adam Cole is capable of that? He's much. But what I'm saying is, I, right now I don't know. I, they, right I, now it seems Vince is so down on NXT that I don't know what they would do. And that's and I that's think fair. If but there's like, one person in all of NXT right now who could make an instant dent in Raw or SmackDown. It's Adam Cole. But I I I think we're talking about two different things. I love Finn Balor, and Finn Balor was a big deal when he showed up. Do you think Finn Balor sold a tangible number more tickets to a show when he showed up than than they would have sold otherwise? No, and I and I just that, said not to the degree that you're saying, but, like the John Cena but, degree. Well, not even the Cena. They're paying at this. That's what they care about at this point. Is what but I'm saying. saying is there is a nobody, shift, but there has to be. And like I was saying earlier, there's a gap between what that is and what Drew McIntyre or. Kevin Owens or anyone else, Randy Orton, even. Um, Randy Orton's like the second best. Yeah, Randy, Randy Orton's a mega star. But he's not star. getting John Cena, Roman Reigns money. Is he's he? getting pretty. He's, he's right up. He's with, getting pretty I, close. And, Ra- and Randy Orton legitimately moves tickets. Like Randy Orton sure. legitimately is a difference. But what maker. I'm saying is, if you tell me whoever four or five is. 
could be Adam Cole. I agree with that. I, I, when? I mean, or tomorrow. I, if they I, wanted uh, to. I disagree with that. I, guess, I, I, I think he's talented enough that he could be. I just. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I just, and again, it's not me knocking Adam Cole. I think is great. I just, that's not the way that that world has worked of late. Like, and again, it doesn't work that way anywhere. Like that, AEW is not selling that many tickets without CM Punk. Like, they're, they're just, there's, that world doesn't exist for the most part with much of anyone. It is extraordinarily rare that someone like that um, is able to move the needle in that way. Um, just to try to, to to drag this back out, maybe we should all just turn off our videos. Maybe that would help from from us not freezing any longer. We've been freezing a lot during the course of the show. Maybe if we don't do it on video, that'll help us. We'll we'll see if that ends up being a thing. Um. So as as far as everything, <laughs> no, now we just have yes. Now we just have Aaron's frozen face. That's all we're seeing now. God, God, this is this is a struggle. I don't know what's going on. I have no clue how to change, describe we it. We should change the photo of the show to this. To just Aaron's goofy face here. Let me see if I can get a screen cap real quick. Hang on. How do you take a screen cap on a? Oh, son of a bitch! I don't know how to do this. Print screen, maybe. No, <laughs> it's like it's like uh, control, control command four. Is that it? there's like some combination of of things? Shift command. Shift Command oh, 4, good. that's the one. And now it's one. gone. Oh, damn it, and I missed it right as I figured it out. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Well, inevitably, when it happens again, now you'll know. Well, we're not going to go back to video. We're just going to try to do oh. calls and see if that solves the problem because it's not like we show anybody the video anyway, so we'll just try to do it this sure. way. Um, look, as far as this group of guys, of course, I would assume that Bray Wyatt ends up in AEW at some point. Um, I obviously assume that Adam Cole is going to end up in AEW. And again, as I said before, I think... That you, if you're Adam Cole, if unless WWE had gone out of their way to hire Britt Baker at some point, and they didn't, and probably should have, I guess, um, that happiness matters. Like that, that's that is a tangible amount of dollars that like you would be willing to take less to go do something to be able to be around like your partner. Um, uh, and, and let's face it, all of your friends too. Yeah, all of your friends, but that's if Britt but Baker it just adds on to it. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure, you can say that adds, adds on to it, but at the end of the day, it's it's because of Britt. That's the reason. It's because she's there. Um, if if his partner was someone who was not in professional wrestling whatsoever, and like that, there's that's a far. It's got to be a far. The numbers don't work the same way. You can offer me almost significantly less if it allows me to be around the person that I love every day, it's a game changer. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a game changer as far as life is concerned. So I, I just don't see any world in which Adam Cole doesn't end up in AEW. Now, there are the AEW problems that now they have all this glut of people, and before they had the people that mattered, they had a people problem. And if they continue to add more people, I don't know how you solve that. I, I, I don't know the simple answer to it. To your point, it's looking like their other shows just going to be all the same people. So they 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 give like John Moxley's working matches on Dark. It doesn't make me want to tune into Dark. No offense. No. I, by, by the way, just to touch on something that you were talking about earlier, apparently there is a report that the networks are upset about Bray Wyatt. I I saw something about that, but it seemed very mild. It, it's, it's very mild. It's well, I don't know if I'd call it mild, but it's vague. 
It's yeah. definitely very vague. It, it seemed like it wasn't a anything that was specific, and it seemed more like, and I think I remember the quote being like, we're monitoring that or something along those lines. Like, it seems like the type of thing that you almost have to say as a network because you can't be callous and say, we don't give a fuck about them, you know, this person, right? Like, that's... I'm, you, I'm hearing a lot of frustration from the networks regarding Bray. Bray's release is really disappointing and a little scary. Network source. Yeah, I, you know, that's... that's Okay, that's a little bit more than mild. You know what I mean? Who's, like, ne- who's network source? The cameraman or something? You know what I mean? No, like, they wouldn't. Well, who's the report? Guy, I guess, who, first, who's the who's the report it. from? Um... It's mentioned in a Bleacher Report article. But they, they don't source. It says Matt Men Podcast, Andrew yeah. Zarian. Yeah, I mean, he's semi-plugged in, but I don't I, I don't know enough yeah. to know that, that comes from like someone that matters. No, exactly. I mean, I take all this stuff with a grain of salt. And, but. but by the way, there also might be a part that we don't know, which is that Bray Wyatt segments pop numbers, you know, like specifically that, that they are. T- oh, we, I mean, I feel like we did know that they did. I mean, his merch numbers were really high for a minute there. I, I think people are overreacting, saying, how can you release the highest merch seller in the company? I don't think they can possibly know that. But there were reports for a time that he was the top merch seller in the company. I, I would be surprised if you told me he continued to do that. But I think initially he, he did pop numbers merch-wise when he first debuted the Fiend character. I think that was well-publicized. Past that, I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I don't know that either. But look, I mean, I you know, I, I don't like a WWE without Bray Wyatt. I want to make that very clear. None of this is me saying, I think this is good. I don't like WWE without Bray, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's great. Um... I, I don't want to be over dramatic about it. I don't want to, you know, I, I, I'm I'm not I don't love character stuff. It depends on the character. I'm not a horror guy. So in the same way that I'm not a sci-fi guy, right? So like some of that stuff isn't for me. Alistair Black was never for me. Bray Wyatt wasn't specifically for me, but I liked him as a wrestler and I thought he was interesting. Right, like frankly, you know, I, I I think what he did for Alexa was wonderful. Um, I didn't always love all of it, but I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed it. He wasn't my favorite professional wrestler, but I largely liked the work that he was doing, and I thought it was different, and I thought it was creative, and so I appreciate it being part of my wrestling show. Um, WWE is worse to not have Bray Wyatt. I don't want to be over dramatic, and I don't want to pretend like that means I'm not going to tune in WWE. Of course, it doesn't mean that at all. And that they're not going to find that they're not capable of finding someone else that I'm excited to have as part of my wrestling show. You know what's really weird about all of this? I, I don't know what it is. I thought Raw this week was as good as it's been in some time. I, I yeah. felt compelled, and I can't even define to you why it was. It felt crisp. It felt clean. It felt like it moved. Yes, the Goldberg segment sucked, but everything related to Goldberg sucks. There's this. Actually, I actually thought last week was pretty good too. They I thought, had two I did, in a row that were pretty good. I did too. I like the you know the Goldberg thing being by far the worst part of it, and like the confusing. Uh, they they like literally announced there's going to be a match, but like they're still waiting to to see if he's going to accept the chance. Like it was so bizarre the way that like how are you going to respond to Goldberg's challenge? Like don't we already know this match is happening? Like what what is what is this? What is all of this? I, I need to I need to say something insane right now. Okay. Okay. You're right. That Goldberg segment sucked, right? It's terrible. So here's the insane part. Up until now, 
and there was like maybe one time where he got kind of lost, but it was still not that bad. Just let the fucking guy talk. He actually can like old man Goldberg is actually kind of a neat promo. This week was clearly something they wrote and had him speak in third person. He doesn't talk like that. He's never said Goldberg this and Goldberg that. I've never heard him say that. The only thing that I've even enjoyed throughout anything of since Goldberg has returned is he'd come out, cut a one-liner, and look like a badass grandpa. And then I don't want to watch him wrestle. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, it's... I, I feel like I've enjoyed those segments where he's just kind of like chewing gum and being like, you know, you... You know, everybody knows that, that that friend they have that has like kind of a a badass dad that right. rides motorcycles or whatever. Right. Like that was sort of the vibe I got. Like I kind of like seeing that guy, but then I knew he couldn't deliver. You know what I mean? Um, but that promo was fucking awful. I mean, yeah, I and mean, it was an abomination. I mean, this week was an abomination. What on it earth? Was, it I was mean, the tr- guy, the guy, he doesn't need to say much. You know what I mean? Like I feel like he just comes out and says, "You're next," and th- that's good enough. I mean, I don't. All this Goldberg likes to do that and go, and then the thing with his son, uh, which clear now he definitely that was definitely his idea. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he wants his son to be on TV, correct? And WWE because they they're banking on Goldberg so much isn't going to say no to just about anything. I mean, but it was it was horrible. It was unwatchable. It offered nothing. He's yeah. he's not good. Nothing along those lines uh, made it redeemable whatsoever. Are are you actually here? Are are you back? Possibly. Oh, maybe, maybe. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, we're we're what just are we talking about now. We're talking about how, other than the the abomination of the Goldberg segment, Raw was actually like good again this week. It was to me quite watchable. Other again, outside of you know how horrendous the Goldberg thing was, but it seemed to move. It seemed to be crisp. It seemed to like have direction and a point. It all kind of worked. I mean that. I, I can nitpick. I can tell you the Charlotte th- stuff is awkward as shit. Like it's unbelievably awkward. Her addressing that, like I would leave that the fuck alone and not do that. But it is kind of she's Charlotte. She can get away with just about anything because that's the Wait, nature what was of the, the character. She said, "What like I calling calling out Nikki for being a coward for cashing in money in the bank?" Oh, I mean, that okay. I mean, what else would she say? Well, it's it's weird that but it, you're, but it's, I mean, it's look, awkward. It, it's we Charlotte all, being Charlotte, yeah. Correct. It's Charlotte being Charlotte, and so that's why like we give it a pass. But it's awkward when you're trying to present Nikki as being the ultimate baby face. Oh, to, that, that's what I mean by Charlotte being Charlotte is that no one really can get over on Charlotte. Correct. Correct. It's very much that, and so that one didn't work. And and if I'm being honest with you, I like the Nikki Ash character will never get over with me. Like it'll never be something that I'm into, but. Or Nikki Ash. It's not even Nikki Ash would be better than Nikki Ash. By the way, <laughs> that's no, such they, a. They, they do say Nikki Ash. They call her Nikki Ash. No, they always introduce her as Nikki Ash. They no, they don't. Go always, back and watch it. all every week they've introduced her. The introductions her. are definitely Ash. Yep. Every time it's oh, Nikki well, the Ash. The announcers call her Nikki Ash. That's true. Time. The introduction is always Nikki Ash, and it drives oh, okay. me crazy because Nikki Ash yeah, alone can't figure out people's last names. The worst thing ever. Correct. That's a great point. That's a great point. Um, it's not the the character's not for me, and 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 there isn't the development right now that there needs to be after she won the belt. Like there needed to be a little bit of a development there, and and we haven't seen it yet. Well, they developed it a little bit. I mean, they had her hit her with chairs, and I mean they they had her get it more aggressive. Uh, yeah, one. I would yeah. say promo wise, it needs to develop a little bit. Oh, and, yeah, and, and and I don't particularly like the 
you know, Charlotte had her beat, but pick, like she's your champion. Don't do that spot where Charlotte has her beat, but picks her up to continue the match. Like that just looks bad. I, oh, I, I, and, I the, and the announcers are definitely hard selling that Nikki is still the underdog despite being the champion. I, I don't mind an underdog. I mind getting your ass kicked. as You know, you know, it's really weird, Aaron. I did not feel the same way about that. I actually thought as a whole, it's part of the reason I thought the show was good. It ended up making her look good in the end to say yes she was getting her ass kicked and like if charlotte had just pinned her that she would have lost maybe true but this is part of every professional wrestler's character and and part of the character is like she's not supposed to be able to beat charlotte and can really yeah, the problem if you're a champion if you're champion, well, why did you, you just say you're okay with the underdog then that's what an no, underdog no, is because no, the underdog can an beat underdog is someone that shouldn't win an underdog but, but is someone who should there, lose. There's a difference between shouldn't. So here's the, so underdog is all you know. You don't have. You can do that without the. Oh, clearly Charlotte should have won that match. That's like what that's an underdog is. No, no, an underdog doesn't lose. The underdog isn't supposed to win, but wins. And in this case, in this match, it was well. No, the underdog wasn't supposed to have lost and really lost, but Charlotte. No, that's only true in a successful underdog story. Typically, every underdog fucking loses. That's why when an underdog wins, it's a good story. Wait, I completely disagree with you here. What other underdog champion has been? What other good underdog? No, you're, you're, no, you're. See, you're, you're in pro wrestling land. I'm saying in life, in stories, the underdog does not always win, and that's why when an underdog wins, it's special. But then, okay, but then does that hurt? Does every as, guy as, that looks like Daniel Bryan do what Daniel Bryan did? Daniel he's special Bryan, because he's the one that worked. But he didn't lose as champion. He got his ass kicked sometimes, but he didn't. you didn't have a match with him as champion where he basically lost, but the person decided yeah, to keep the match going. I mean, he didn't I don't... have enough matches as right. champion. And, and that's even true. Happen, and by the but... No, well, it was nice. It was nice when we had him, but he's wrong. Champion. Okay, go ahead. That would have been bad too. I, we we missed half of what you said there. Um, oh, I said, I said, I mean, Rey Mysterio would be champion been, most certainly. Oh, and and the, and Rey Mysterio is the all time one of the worst WWE title reigns they've ever had. It was a terrible title reign because he kept. I, losing I, I think champion. I think you're obsessing too much about the rules of, of specifically a champion. I have no problem with the fact that you're acknowledging that this person shouldn't be the champion. I have no issue with that. That doesn't bother me whatsoever. I, I, I don't like the shouldn't be the champion I have a problem with. I, 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 I do. I have a problem with shouldn't be the champion. She literally cashed in on someone after they had a match. That's fine. Okay, that, and that's fine, but you're saying the this champion is just should not the be the fa- champion. This is a turned around face version of The Miz, essentially. Like, like when it's a bad guy and they shouldn't be the champion, it's the way the Miz worked, right? Yes. When it's a good when it's a should, good guy and they shouldn't be champion, be sh- the only way you do it is make it someone that you can't help but root for. Um, and, I actually and, think and the way they're portraying should, should, this. Should is, you ever should you ever have a face who shouldn't be champion? I, 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 yes, you would never do anything different then. You just do the same shit over and over again. I, I don't I, know that that a that a face who is an unworthy champion is. It, you're, it's you're using un, you're, you're using unworthy, and that's not the term that no, I'm using. What? It's not unworthy. No, it's that it's improbable. It's Unlikely. that you have to Unlikely. you have yeah. to In have. In this case, I, I I feel like you're you're verging on unworthy. 
that that's the problem here. If you can if you can tell that story without the unworthy, right now she feels like an unworthy champion. She won the money in the bank. They have the system in place. This is the no, way that I all of this stuff goes. That, but she has to then win. She but has to is, win or just get the title off of her. I'm, I'm going to make this comparison. The Toronto Raptors only ever won an NBA title because all of the Golden State Warriors got hurt. And you know what they are? They were NBA champions. This stuff happens in the world, and you can acknowledge that. You can acknowledge that this is a person that had to do certain things in order to have the opportunity to do it, and they did. The notion that as soon as you do that, you suddenly have to present them in a different light because now they're the champion doesn't – that makes no sense. And, and well, also okay, to say that it only works for heels, that like if they cheat yes. every single match, that's okay – Sure. No one like, talks about them being unworthy champions. I mean, you do, but because they're heels, it, it kind of fits. We don't. With the no, you don't. You don't use the term unworthy. You don't. No, no you one never talk that. about them being unworthy. That's never the way they're described. In fact, they're described quite the opposite. They're described as being clever. That Smart, they, right. they they do anything that's necessary in order to protect their championship. What's the end game here with this title reign? It's it's to do something different for a little while before Charlotte ultimately becomes the champion again. Let's not kid well, ourselves. Or Becky or whoever. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, if this is a one month thing, fine, whatever. Like, I, I don't know if it's how one. How far this stretches out is is my question. Is how far? I mean, she's she's winning at SummerSlam. I'm, I hate to tell you that, but that's that's happening. It's a triple threat, which means and, she's and winning. And then I would have her win in a not, you know, I, I would have her win. I mean, I, sure. I bet or you I know who she's gonna pin. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, man, it's definitely not gonna be Charlotte. There's <laughs> no question about that. Though. Like, she's definitely not pinning Charlotte, and, I, and none of this bothers me. I have no problem with telling a story. Again, I'd like some more development of the character, but telling a story where you're acknowledging this is the way professional wrestling works, and sometimes you have to be lucky, sometimes you have to be fortunate, which is the same as literally every sport that exists. All of the but time. You, defend your it, it, you can't just compare it to because you're not defending your title. Like, you're not literally defending a title every time you go it out. It happens there the in year. boxing, too. There was that. And fat, usually, who is way, that if fat someone gets fuck? Lucky in, if someone gets lucky in boxing, they generally get their ass kicked the next match. Or you don't have you don't have a string of four matches in a row where a guy just gets lucky. This is a pro wrestling version of that. You I, can't, I understand that, but it, it's that, not that, exciting that, if they just do that twice. But they, I mean, they most certainly probably will have her get her ass kicked. I mean, she got her ass kicked last week. I mean, here's here's my worry, that it is the Rey Mysterio title reign. That's my worry, because the Rey Mysterio title reign was Yeah, it really bad. killed him. Man, just fucking ruined Rey Mysterio, man. <laughs> just the, it's just ruined awful. If you're going to say that was a good title reign, you're But what is the point? So it wasn't was a great title reign. Title. What, what does that matter? Why does that matter, Aaron? Why does it matter? It did make Rey look We're bad. back, guys. Say, We're back. And it didn't make Ray, that title reign didn't make Rey Mysterio look bad when he was losing every fucking week except when he lucked into a title. It wasn't great, and yet Rey Mysterio is one of the most overperformers in I the history of professional that wrestling. Look good is crazy. You're you're, you're creating a new it's standard. Rey Mysterio, by the time he was Rey Mysterio, you're, you're creating a new standard for no, what I'm saying. You're now defending the Rey Mysterio title reign, which I, is indefensible. I'm not, Come I, on, man. No, you're putting words in my mouth to try to defend yourself. You're not listening to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you're right. He had a bad title reign. Now what? I'm giving you he that. Would Rey Mysterio at that point, though. Nikki is not Rey Mysterio. And what do you think Nikki's ever going to be? I'm hoping she can be something, and this title reign could help her become something. I, I have That's no what idea what you're basing that on. They literally changed her character to a make-believe superhero. 
I got I got news for you. They I don't like think Nikki. she can be anything. I like Nikki. Do you like? I Nikki? like Nikki too, but I can read the fucking tea leaves. It's not hard. They don't think much of Nikki. It's pretty and, clear. And, and, that's, and that's that's what I. I Okay, if this is just a nothing thing to get t Charlotte another title reign or something like that, that's what it is. And it ain't the end of the world. It's fine. No, but I don't have to say it's great either. I, I mean, it's I, 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 don't, I don't think I'm looking for great. I think something not being great and yeah. something being a problem are two different yeah, things. Yeah, I don't think I'm looking for I, great. I think it's a problem. Yeah, okay, fine, it's, you're it's right. A, it's, it's not a, the same thing in this I think it is a little bit of a problem. I, I'm but, not, I cannot join you there. I think it's been good. I think it's been fun. I think the crowd's been into it. I think it's been part of good storytelling. Thank, that's the best thing I can give you is, again, I'd like to see some character development in the promos, but the storytelling is the part where you're openly acknowledging this thing has kind of worked for me. It's different. It's unique. It's, it's not the same shit they always do. That's a good thing. That's that's a win. Does it help Nikki long term? Nope. Can't give you that. But name the thing they've done that's going to help Nikki long term. Uh, and that's fair. That's that's if you, if it's just Nikki's dead, this is better than I, nothing for Nikki. I mean, okay. that's the standard. That's that's yep. what I've got to work with. This is this is better than what they were going to be doing with Nikki. So they went from Nikki not being on TV yeah. for probably months to this, which I will say, she probably would tell you is good for her. Probably, <laughs> probably. You're right. You're right. The standards low. I think that's where we're um, at. I think that's where we're at. But all, utterly, other, other than, again, outside of how bad Goldberg was, I thought Raw was good. I thought Raw was really I, good. I, I, I do still have a problem. Like, what are we doing with Carrie and Cross wait, wait, right wait, now? Real, wait, wait, real quick. Last thing about Nikki, though. I will say I'm. I have a little, a slight sliver more optimism than maybe you guys do, just because we know that um, we know they're going to shake up the rosters. And this was sort of like, now again, now we're kind of back to a place where maybe we don't know, but he still has a title. We were talking about Apollo Crews a year ago, and what were they going to do with him? Were they going to keep him in the mix? Like, is he amazingly, you know, used? I don't know, but he's on TV every week. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you're telling me that this just leads to Nikki becoming that, I think it's better than where she was. Well, I don't disagree with that. Again, the standard, the bar is low. It's a low bar by which by which this can work. Um, so I am, mean, I won't disagree with that whatsoever. Um, all right, you were what? What was? What's the problem that you have, Aaron? Oh, I I, I don't know what they're doing with Karrion Cross, but yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> well, so they backed themselves into a little bit of an issue because, okay, so let's let's see, let's 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 just lay this out. So they had Karrion Cross come on TV and lose to Jeff Hardy, albeit, you know, he cheated. Then the next week, he kills Keith Lee, pretty much. Yes. But then this week, so that I think what happened was they were they realized, well, we can't fucking do this to Keith Lee either because, hey, they guess what? Match. <laughs> Hold on. Hey, guess what? We just got rid of all these other people. And Keith Lee kind of looks like the kind of guys we probably are going to start moving forward with. Um, now, you know, if, if I don't know, man, I, it, this felt more about Keith I, Lee. Than I, it, and I, I don't disagree with that. And I am going to say something here, which is unrelated to Karrion Cross. It's more gen general. I have a bigger problem with the era of WWE where they refused to give somebody a clean victory or a clean loss, where everything had to be muddled in order to protect something. And this is professional wrestling. And, you know, we literally just had a whole conversation about Bray Wyatt where wins and losses never mattered. Um, I, I, while I want wins and losses to matter, 
I I also not in the name of it in in AEW they're pretending like wins and losses matter, and in order to do that, they're they're just having you stockpile wins against nobodies to pretend like you're they're they're making it seem like Christian Cage has been doing something in AEW when he's just been <laughs> stockpiling wins. He's against, undefeated, guys. Correct, correct, and and by not, by not defeating anyone that mattered, um, like that. <laughs> We do sometimes get caught up in the wins and losses, and it's hurt professional wrestling at times because it's made them unwilling to let someone win or lose. They've been terrified of it, and I'm not in favor of that either. I get I, part of this is I'm not as high on Karrion Cross. I don't think Karrion Cross should have showed up to be the greatest thing that ever happened because, frankly, he wasn't that in NXT. Like he was the guy that got crickets when he walked into the arena. I, I think the reality about Karrion Cross, and you can say it's a huge... I don't think Karrion Cross is what other people want him to be. Now, that doesn't mean I think he sucks. That doesn't mean I don't think he's good or that he can't be a, you know, a, a professional wrestling star. It's that there are plenty of people that I think were more deserving of being uber-protected than I think Karrion Cross has deserved of being uber-protected. To say, did I expect him to take two losses in his first three matches? No, of course not. That's absolutely not what I would expect, and that's weird, but... He did beat Keith Lee last week. It's not like they're they're burying him. It literally only evens things up to say these guys have to keep working together moving forward. Well, and and that's the confusing thing to me. Like it, it goes to what you said. I agree. There should be some you know clean wins, clean losers, and and not be afraid. The problem is over the past two weeks is you've made it so there's not a clean victor and clean. Like I would have been okay with. Well, no, Cross I, getting the win, moving on and doing the thing, and, and Keith Lee go, doing his own thing. I don't know why, like Keith Lee getting his win back again, continuing to work together is is fine, and um, you know the matches are going to be cool and stuff. But like I, I'm worried that this is just going to be a kind of back and forth thing where nobody really gets the rub from it. Um, I mean, I assume that at some point they do a match that matters and somebody wins that match, but I also don't think they want to. I do think to some extent they want to protect both of these guys. I, I it's a it's a this is a very fine line that we're talking about it, right now. It, it's a weird thing. Let's put it this way: it's a very weird thing. Again, I want to know what's the plan. That's all. Okay, generically, that question I'll I'll join you on. I I think that there are a lot of people that are trying to make it seem like this is the end of the world, and I'm not joining them there. I'm just I'm not I'm not joining them that this is a disaster. I don't think it is. I think guys have to win or lose matches. I I I I I think that's how professional wrestling is supposed yeah. to work. I agree. I just I I'm I'm a little worried based on these two guys that neither like both it's going to be a thing where neither of them necessarily come out looking better because there isn't going to be. Well, I mean, I think if I think if they put on great matches, that won't be the case. I, I, well, yeah. I mean, like I I think I think if, it's okay right now. I think they clearly like they're kind of telegraphing some of this stuff right now because. They're digging back into the archives and showing us why we should care about Keith Lee. They're like, look, remember he beat Randy Orton. So, like, the second they did that, I was like, well, Keith Lee's winning this match <laughs> because they didn't do that for Karrion Cross, And they established that Karrion Cross won last week. So, like, like, I know that we all complain about 50-50 booking, but, like, there's a, like, Glenn has a really good point. Like, would Keith, Karrion Cross beating uh, t- t- Akira Tozawa every week matter? Would would Keith Lee beating you know whoever uh, one of the Lucha House matter? Party guys, like, right. I don't think it would. Um, and so these two guys. I mean, now can they do this for like 
15 weeks? Like, of course not. But Well, it depends on the quality of the match. <laughs> sure, sure. It could, well, been, it could be in draw. It, it, I mean, the match on Monday was really good. Right. Of course, both of these guys can go. I guess never been the problem for Karrion Cross is whether or not he can wrestle. No, it, it's, no, not it's at been all. The full so, yeah, I mean, look, by the way, if they just say right now, look, these two guys had great matches. We're putting on a best of seven match, a series, and the winner gets something. Who the fuck knows what? Right. And then you go that way? Okay, you, you have some direction there. Yeah. I, I just want to see that, like, I'm a little worried that there is no direction. That's all. Okay. All right. I mean, I hear you. I, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to the question being, where is this going? I have no problem with that. I just don't think it's that big of a deal right now. I think right now it's okay. I, I, I think that people are... I, I think that there is a bigger a question related to NXT that we're projecting a bit more, and it's not fair to that. I think there have been bigger NXT stars that I have been more concerned about than the treatment of Karrion Cross. Like, I just... I, I, you guys didn't like Karrion Cross all that much in NXT, and now you're freaking out about Karrion Cross and how he's being handled on Raw. Uh, I mean, I, if you want to say that there, I, I think there is one absolutely valid, which is that this should absolutely not be happening while Karrion Cross is NXT champion. Yeah, but... I and mean, that part is weird. I'm not disagreeing with that. The definitely that part is definitely weird. There's no doubt. Um, I don't even remember what happened on SmackDown last week, so somebody's gonna have to remind me what it was. Oh, was was this the, was the, this the, the SmackDown? Where they, yeah, where John Cena stole the contract. I mean, it's a it it came off very much like they decided they were going to go somewhere and didn't know how to clean it up and so it was it was not an ideal way to clean it up but as we talked about in the text um as long as after this you know uh, Finn Balor goes over uh, Baron Corbin and then yeah, speaking of which by the way that conversation we had about Baron Corbin becoming a <laughs> face is is obviously it, that's gone um, but as long as this comes, you know, Finn gets his win over Baron Corbin and comes out of it and gets to work a program with Roman, nobody's hurt by it. It's weird. It's not, it certainly isn't perfect, but it's just not that big of a deal to me. If I'm them, I definitely have Finn kind of say, look, you know, you got the contract here. I'm okay. You know, I'm getting the, I, you know, basically I'm next. Right. Cause, cause what I, what I don't, what I do think you slightly run the risk of if you don't do that is. You know, we're good with Cena. We're good with Cena against Reigns. But if you give us a reason why we maybe wouldn't want Cena, you know, there, there's always that fear of, oh, boy. Yes, I, I think the, they could have the done that part better in order to make us yeah. like Cena more. That That's that is disappointing. Like, there was a way to do it where you have, um, you know, Roman Reigns, uh, uh, you know, completely decimate um, Finn Balor and then. He John, doesn't sign, and then Cena kind of slides in. Right. You you could you you could have done that, but does that help Finn Balor? Like, is that good for him either? Well, I I mean, for for me right now, it, it's you know it kind of goes to your Nikki thing where I don't necessarily expect much from. Is is I think that there is an outside shot that if you don't be careful, that could hurt Cena a little bit. And you well, know, I don't. I don't. That, I think that would be my only fear about right. it. I don't disagree with that. I hear you. Um, anything else from SmackDown that we needed to cover? Because, by the way, you're not going to believe this. I've got something to say about AEW. I know that's going to be... <laughs> I, I know you're not going to believe this, but I've got something to say about the, the professional wrestling show that has no fucking idea how to end a professional wrestling show, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, we haven't talked about the Usos being tag champs on the show. Oh, really? Uh, it, yeah, it, it's still... It, it, it's bugged me the past two weeks. Eh, why? Because of what uh, happened. Well, yeah. Because, oh, because of the drunk driving thing? Yeah. I mean, and then I, you immediately put the belt. 
Like I like I this get is it. The second time they've done that, I don't know why this it, is even like surprising you anymore. It's not, and in, that's the thing. It shouldn't be a surprise, but just because it's not a surprise doesn't mean it can't. You know, it it doesn't surprise me that they've announced or are about to announce that they're going back to Saudi Arabia. It still bugs me. Yeah, man, I I I hear you. Um, I think it's disappointing, but. You know the company has the right to make their decision. I I don't I don't know what to say. It doesn't disappoint me so much that like I still like the Usos and I still root for him. I want the guy to be okay, and because of that, I would have preferred that he took a little time off, um, personally. But you know, I I I don't know what else there is to say beyond that. It's it's and it's uh, I really don't know. It's it's I don't know what to say. I don't I don't have the words for this. I understand I understand the way that you feel. Um, I, I feel differently than I would like someone who was accused of domestic violence, but I also take, you know, and I've opened up about this before. I, um, I got once busted for a DUI and it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I didn't kill somebody that night. I don't diminish, um, DUIs either. I don't think they're nothing, but I don't feel the way about them that I feel about domestic violence or sexual assault or something along those lines. So, I'm just caught in a weird place with something like this. It it doesn't make me incapable of rooting for someone or incapable of feeling, you know, happiness towards them. Um, I got a far bigger problem. Like, I'm a tennis fan, and Alex Zverev won the Olympics gold medal, and there's some shit about him that makes me utterly incapable of feeling a, a, a lick of good about that. Um, it's, it's complicated. It's really complicated. Do I probably line up with it? I wish... That I wish they would have made a more public penalty. Yeah, I wish they would have. Yes, I, that, and but that's about as far as I can go with it. You know, I I don't even know. Like, I, yes, I wish it was a public penalty, but I I would have been okay with them staying on TV. Just winning the titles just feels grimy, bull grimy. But you know. I get it. I get it. It's it's just it's it's complicated. I mean, I gotta t- I gotta tell you, if you're okay with them being on TV, then I think you gotta be okay with all of it because I don't think the title is it's bullshit. It's not a real thing. You know what I mean? Like being on the show or not being on the show is sort of the that's sort of the baseline. You know, like if you're okay with them being on TV, I don't understand why you're not okay with. Well, it. Like, I mean, I I had, I had said originally that I think you should be, but well, that's fine. You know, and and that, but fine. no, I do I do think that there's a difference between putting them out there as your champions, as your you know. I mean, I guess you put more weight. In, I mean, I just think yeah. it's all a show. It's, yeah, that, doesn't that is mean that, anything that's to not me. nothing, Brandon. You're not not wrong. It's not nothing. Like this is professional wrestling that we're talking about. Like this isn't this is different in that way. But I don't know. It's it's complicated. Okay, do we talk about it now? Yeah, sure. What do you guys want to say? Do you, could, should I just start so I get it off my chest, or do you guys want to? Go ahead. I, here's the disappointing part about it. <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm going to be as fair as possible. For a minute, as I was watching AEW, it took everything. In, I didn't want to give away my entire thought in a tweet. I wanted to wait and do it here. For a minute, I thought to myself, fucking finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally. They get it. Finally, they understand that not everything can be Cody Rhodes. That at some point, you have to consider something besides Cody Rhodes in this company. Finally, 
they've come to grips with that. And in the moment that I said that, I was like, ah, who am I kidding? They're just going to fucking give him the the heat right back at the pay-per-view, right? But at least they would give someone else that moment against Cody Rhodes in a high-profile-ish match. Even though, again, and this is this is before the other thing happened. This is just the shock pin dominating performance by Malachi Black. Even as in my mind, I jumped to, okay. The first thought was, wow. The second thought was, oh, okay. All right, I get it. They're going <laughs> to... They're going to, you know, they're going to use this to build Cody up bigger and stronger and he'll come back and they'll get to the pay-per-view and and he'll get his heat back. And that sucks, but at least for a moment they used the end of a show, the last image of a dynamite to really build up somebody else by giving them a dominating win over Cody. At least they did that. Even if it's not really the thing where they understand it can't always be Cody, even if they're just going to go right back to it, at least for a moment, they tried. Boy, is there egg on my face. Boy, was there immediately egg on my face. As I was reminded for the 16th billion time, no, nothing else in this company ever matters. The only thing that ever matters at all is Cody fucking Rhodes. The earth revolves around Cody Rhodes, the worst character in the history of professional wrestling. And it's not just that it was bad. It's that it was stupid bad. (laughs) It's that there is no world in which anyone believed that Cody Rhodes was considering retiring from professional wrestling. There's not even a smidgen of a second where you think this is logical. This is the shit you do with Mark Henry because it works. Because when Mark because Henry he's 45, correct. there is actually a chance. Because when Mark Henry is teasing retirement, you think to yourself, well, shit, yeah, Mark Henry might really. And I really do like Mark Henry. And, you know, he's been around for a little while and he's been part of the furniture. And I am kind of sad to see Mark Henry go. And it's why it works. This isn't a thing. This is nothing. This is giving birth to a hand, and it's not even that interesting. (laughs) This was some of the worst television I've ever seen in the history of professional wrestling because it was so wildly unbelievable, buried the thing that should have actually mattered, and reminded you this company isn't a thing. It's just Cody Rhodes eternally. And it kills every positive thing that I want to feel about it because they're going to just strangle you to death over Cody effing Rhodes. And my God, what would I have been able... The only thing I could have done if the show had just ended with Malachi Black destroying Cody Rhodes is walk in and say, "Eh, in all, that was a pretty good show. Like, in all, it was... You know, I mean, the the Juventud Guerrero thing is stupid and, and offered nothing and... And he couldn't wrestle. I mean, I, maybe I wouldn't say it was a pretty good show. It certainly wasn't a bad show. It was fine. Um, instead, I'm left with this garbage, absolute garbage. Nothing. The abs- how did they walk into a room and say, "Here's here's what'll be interesting. We'll have Cody tease that he's retiring." The fuck? Like- well, then add add to it. We're shooting, brother. <sighs> well, all the 
all the stuff. Oh about- yeah, we got it. We got to get in all these. You know, I <laughs> we're competent. Cody, Cody can't just get his ass kicked because he's got to stand up immediately and be more important than the guy that just kicked his ass, so that he can be the guy that says, "No, we're competition now." It buries. You're burying yourself in your attempt to put yourself over. It. It. it I. It's not just working yourself into a shoot. It's like working yourself into a work. <laughs> Which is another level that I can't even comprehend. <laughs> in your attempt to put yourself over, you buried yourself in order to do it. Imagine being the guy that wants to tune into the show where the guy that's supposed to get the rub can't even get the fucking rub. Holy f- What is this? What was that? Here... Here's the funny thing about this. So I, I didn't watch, I couldn't watch AEW live. And I caught, a, you know, a couple tweets here as I, I was finishing up work and stuff. So what I thought had happened was, and, and my initial reaction was, oh, they just did the Brody Lee thing like exactly over again. They had Brody, you know, Brody Lee with a big match and then beat up Cody Rhodes. And like, that was, you know, that was, I was just like, we're doing this exactly over again. That That's kind of stupid. And then I went and saw exactly what happened, and I was like, oh, no, no, no. This is stupider than that. This is – there have been lows, right? Like, there have been things with Cody Rhodes that I've said, this is the worst moment I've ever seen, and this is the lowest. No, this is worse than a go-go. All right. You you know, maybe maybe you're right about that. Maybe you're right about that. By the way, but but hang on a second. Did you hear what Cody said on the – Oh, he wanted – yeah, he wanted – I I wish we could have done that in the U.K. Get the fuck out of here. Um, no, no, no. And here's the only reason why I'll, 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 I'm, you might be wrong about that, Aaron. At the end of the day, it's pretty clear. They never gave a shit about Anthony Agogo, right? Like, or whatever. No, that, that promo was so much worse than this. I'm not saying it wasn't a bad, it was a horrendous promo, but at least it happened against somebody that they clearly did not give a flying fuck about, right? Like, yeah, this it, is them burying someone they're telling you is a big deal. They, they, all they've done is make it seem like this, and, 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 and there's an argument about whether they should have done that, especially considering who's about to come into the company. Um, but <laughs> all they've attempted to do is make it seem like this guy is the guy, only to immediately make him completely irrelevant. No, but they, they made it okay, because he hit him with right, the crutch. He came back at the end and hit him at the crutch. He hit him with the crutch, so all's good. Holy <laughs> shit. I, I mean, I, and, 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 and someone is going to attempt to defend it, or they're just not, really what they're going to do is not deal with it. Like, this is the way that, that, that AEW stands have decided to make them, that they just don't deal with it. It, it's we, we can't have this conversation, and you're a dick for trying to have it. L- l- listen to me. If you're gonna, if you, if if you're part of a fan base that's gonna chant, "This is awesome!" during that fucking horrendous. I mean, it was one of the worst Chris worst things Jericho I've ever matches, seen. Correct. I mean, it's one of the worst matches ever. You, then then you can't. I don't believe you about anything anymore. And by the way, I, I'm not a hundred percent certain that wasn't artificial either, because the crowd was dead. There was n- the crowd was silent for that match, and then suddenly there was this like small "This is awesome" chant that never fully caught on, and it made which, me. Th- which, is, which is why I don't think it was artificial because, uh, like, you would have made it way better if it was artificial. No, I I think they started it artificially, hoping that it would would go from there. I, I don't know, man. I have no idea what to make of that because yeah. the crowd could not have been less interested well, in that. Well, match. let's let's talk about this a little bit, though. Yeah. Okay. So, like, Wardlow's fine. Like, Wardlow should have been two weeks ago or whatever. 
You, I, I, I do are, are we, are we just moving on from the Cody? Are we just, are we just doing the same thing? We're just pretending like it doesn't exist. Like, what, I mean, what else is there to say? It was I, the worst there's thing There's one, ever. there's one of, there, there's one way AEW can get out of it, and that's at the pay per view because they're going to do it at the pay per view or whatever. If, if Malachi Black kicks Cody's ass again, and then this time they don't do the Cody thing, which we have no reason to believe I mean, they would do. There's it that no way. world in which that's going to be yeah. what happens. Let's they start with that. Cody and is gonna fucking win. Of course, the match. he's going to win the match, and then this is Brody Lee all over again, and, except maybe a little worse. And then two, like it still doesn't change how hor- Even if they did that, it's like what we said about the Anthony Gogo thing. Like, even if they did that, which they were never doing then, it wouldn't change how horrendous that promo was. Yep. Even if they did that here, it wouldn't change how fuck. This is this is bare level shit, man. Like, to exist as a professional wrestling entity, you have to understand you can't do this. You cannot bury the thing that's supposed to matter and, and, and somehow even do that worse. Like, there are better ways to bury that. That's the, like, you didn't even do that in a good way. You did the worst way that you could possibly bury it. It was, my head is spinning by how atrocious this was. This was as bad as I've seen in professional wrestling, and I have watched WWE Raw every week since the pandemic began. They haven't done this. Holy shit. And I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I feel what, because... What's, what's worse, this or Eva Marie? <laughs> I mean, Eva Marie is a worse performer than anyone on the planet. But isn't in the like she's not at the end of the show. She's not bringing down other people. Yes, yeah, net, yeah. That's a fair point. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't trust that to last too much longer. She hasn't wrecked Alexa Bliss so far. It ain't been good. Um, but she hasn't wrecked her. I I, I don't know, man. I I don't even have the words. This is. You know, I here's here is literally. I, and again, I, I, you know, I think it's well documented. Like none of us, you know, I think we have faith in AEW to fix other things, but this thing is the thing that we don't their, have any faith. Their blind spot related to Cody Rhodes to is, and 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 I'll tell you, man, I had some initial crazy thoughts. Like before, when, when I thought it was just going to go off the air with him saying that maybe he retired and he was taking his boots off, and that was going to be like the end of the show. My head immediately was like, oh, because I didn't believe that for a second. My head was like, oh, this is this is the Cody heel turn. He's going to come back with CM Punk and Daniel Bryan to be like the NWO or something like that's that was like mm. I was like, that would be worse. Mm. I, that, no, I, no, that's my whole point. I'm like, I'm like, how could they fuck up CM Punk? This is how. Like it was, it was, by the way, that was on my list of thoughts that ran through my head in that moment. Like, oh, the lights are about to go out and. They're debuting Daniel Bryan tonight, or something like that, which yeah. wouldn't which wouldn't be good. That would be a horrendous way to do it, but like, might still not be as bad as this was. <laughs> like, like, no, definitely still wouldn't be. Babe, this shit with him and the VPs, and then he's coming in and like, you know, the storyline is that he would destroy a AD- like. I could totally see them trying to do some bullshit like that. You know what I mean? But then, of course, they just hit him with a crutch. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't and, know, and of course the the crutch shot is somehow going to keep him out for four weeks while he has to film until the pay per view. Oh God, 
And, and by the way, this and this this might bother you guys less, but I just want to bring it up. Like if you like going back to the end of the match, if you sell that move that way, like you he can't kick out of it next time. Like he stood on him with one foot. He he didn't. That wasn't a real pin. Like he 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 didn't even pin him I, for like a good ten seconds. I, I'm okay with Black Mass being like an unstoppable finisher. But do you believe for a second it will be? I mean, when you have Kenny Omega doing like eight V triggers and five. But yeah, but uh, the, I, but if if you want to tell me that this is his one winged angel and he might do other cool stuff, but this is the one thing people won't kick out of, do I necessarily believe it? Um, pro. No, I'm, though, actually, I'm, you know, I'm telling you that's what it should be. I'm even, telling even, you that, that yes. it won't be. But and that, know, to, to be fair, even WWE sold black. I, I don't think anyone kicked out of Black Mass in WWE. Like for well, whatever well, reason, that right. has been a very very protected finisher in, in any time he's worked. So maybe I can be hopeful about it. I hope so. Because I, I, I tell you what, what you did on Wednesday, if you plan on having people kick out of that, man, doesn't look good historically. <laughs> if you oh, right. you kick a guy and you take 10 seconds to walk over and then you place one foot on him, to me that move has to be a killer all the time. And I'm good with that. And I have no faith in them to do that based on the way that they book their matches. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. All right. um, To the Jericho thing. Yeah, I mean, you can't listen. I think Wardlow always should have been part of this. But I think it's really difficult when you set up a crowd to expect a surprise now to go back to Wardlow. And I'm not trying to be mean about I like Wardlow. I think he's really good. I think there's a lot of potential there. He probably should have been the first or second guy he mm-hmm. fought if you're going to do these surprise people. Do you know what I mean? If well, you're going mean, to do – like it can't be someone that's not a surprise now. I feel like you blew – you kind of went the reverse. I, like the, now Nick, you're, Nick you're Gage be, absolutely had be, to be the last one. Right, or, and, that's, whoever, and that's part of the there's problem. There's someone good next next time or whatever. Is but, there but a next it, time or – there seems to be some questions. Is there a fifth the fourth before? one? Right, but is the fifth MJ supposed to be MJF, or is it five? And then I thought it was he had to complete five labors, and yeah, then he and got five. MJF. There, there, I thought there that there was some pretty clear. Who were saying it was the other way, but yeah, I thought it, I thought that was clear. I mean, if that's if that's wrong, it's bad. But I mean, like I thought that was pretty clear. There's a couple things here. One, I'm I am compelled by how they're going to have him win a match with MJF as special guest referee. Right, like I think when, that'll be fun. We, we all know it, that he's going to. So how they're going to do it is semi-interesting to me, right? Like that's where wrestling storytelling becomes neat. And like I I and I mean this it can't just be because you knocked out MJF and another ref dan- ran down to the ring. You got to come no, up I, with something I, I else. Are, are you like, okay with knocking out MJF and using his arm to count the yes, pins? Yes, that's I am. what I think it's going to ha- I think Sammy's going to do. Yep, it. and I'm 100% all right with that, but then that goes back to the bigger problem, which is that this shouldn't have been an MJF Jericho story. This should have been an MJF Sammy story at some point and that's a mess too. And nobody wants to acknowledge that. Nobody wants to talk about it because we just don't want to and that's the where we are. Um, Although, if you made the argument that that was the last match before MJF, and then MJF beats Jericho, that lead would lead to the story of MJF Sammy. Because well, he that goes say, back to: Are they seeing it through to the the following pay per view? Are they it, seeing it, right. this story through to the following pay per view? And if they are, yeah, yeah, you know, like okay, I'm listening. 
um, it was just that's a that's a long time to see the story through, um, and and in a, and in a company where there's a lot of shiny red balls, and they oftentimes get disgusting. especially new shiny red balls coming in. Correct. So it's just hard for me to envision that, but um, I am good with like the only part of that where I say I, I am intrigued by what is the plan for how you're going to have Jericho win this match with MJF as special guest referee. Should it have been before, or should it have come after Nick? No, clearly the Nick Gage thing should have been the last one. An actual death match should have been the last of these things. There's nothing that you can follow it up with. Um, the Juventud Guerrero was somehow a more of a wet fart than I even thought it was going to be, which is quite remarkable. I don't know how that's possible. I've never, a crowd, I don't, and there's been few times in professional wrestling where a crowd is utterly electric for someone's introduction only to go <laughs> deathly silent. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, it, this is the Ray Lewis. You could have legitimately heard a rat piss on cotton. Um, there, there was no, I, 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 no one wanted that to exist. Um, I know Aaron, like you like Juventud no. Guerrero, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I wanted to see, you know, in the same way that we knew Kurt Angle couldn't wrestle, but we wanted to see him in his last because of he's Kurt Angle. Like that, that was this to me was like, you know, that was the match growing up or, you I mean, know, the, the you can't compare him, him to Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle sucked in his WWE run. Let's, let's be honest about that. But this was, this was that. So in, uh, what I'm saying is like, I knew this was, no, 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 no. He's bad. saying, I he's saying comparing the interest in one more match for Kurt Angle to one more match for Juventud Guerrera is a fucking joke. <laughs> well, no, I, but in, uh, like six, so, six people one, wanted okay, one more but, match for Juventud Guerrera. My, my point, my point was this. I wanted to see it because it brought me warm fuzzies to think about it. But yes, it was hot. Gar- it was worse hot garbage than I could have. Uh, yes, it was, uh, I will tell you, if it was Kurt Angle, it would have been a much different. Yes, yes I would much rather have one more <laughs> shitty Kurt Angle match at this point because at but least he, it's Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle would. Have oh no! Sucked. Yes, yes. Not correct. as bad as Hoofy, but he would have sucked. Yes, he would have sucked. Nobody is debating that. Nobody is. Well, I don't know if you know this. He doesn't. I don't suck. I don't <laughs> suck. Um, so, so there's that. The other problem I have is, and we do now have to address the thing that we, I thought wasn't a thing a week ago. That's, I guess, based on the reporting, definitely a thing, which is all of the reporting is saying that Adam Page isn't happening at the pay-per-view and that's, that's not okay. And, and this is where we're dancing on the, the, the type of shit that, Again, I, I get we're still in the, the Teflon phase where, like, literally nothing is sticking to it. This is the type of thing that should ruin a company. Like, it, to tell this story all the way up to the pay-per-view to then kick him out to do anything else should be the type of thing that a, that a, an, a company that is still in their infancy doesn't survive. That- I, I tell you what, I'm going to shock you, and I'm going to say I slightly disagree I think as long as they continue to tell the story, I'm going to give them a little bit of a pass. Why? No, hold on. I agree with you if they instantly kick Hangman Page down to someone else. But they're still, he's still involved with them. And I think as long as, as long as that's the case, it's still in play. But you know what I mean? You're, I'm still you're not doing, convinced. it doesn't, why do I want to watch a championship match at a pay-per-view that has no story? Well, I mean, I don't know what they're doing yet, so I can't make that, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mean, that's well, the reporting. Well, well, I was the one that shared it to you. Know, I shared it with you as well. I, I don't know what they do. I don't know what, I'm, I can tell you 
that, I mean, we can sit here and disagree with it, but if they insert any of the people that we think are coming in, it's not going to fucking that's, matter to but anyone that's else. that's the shit that wrestling fans are supposed to hate. You're yeah. supposed to hate that shit. But we it's always okay when hate it's, that when shit. It's CM Punk, it's not okay when it's. I I don't Lesnar. know. There there was there was a lot of people AEW people so when that report came out saying. And actually, I was about to come on before you know AEW actually happened and be like, all right, let me take this. This is bullshit. This can't happen. Um, it still can't happen. But I I'm actually wondering. Like, so let's say that the idea is, is to kick Adam Page out of the picture. What was the point of that that's segment the, that's, on Wednesday? What's the point of any of this? What is well, the point? If you, like, if you tell me, and that's that's why I'm saying I have a sliver of, I have a sliver of giving them a pass because if you tell me he's gonna run through every single member of the elite, and I'm when I say that I mean the real members, not the Michael Nakazaka or Nakazawa. <laughs> Nakazaka, or yeah, I like him. The yeah, guy yeah, that's yeah. If, shit on if people. If if he's facing. Carl Anderson at all out or even if he if it's and again and again I know that there's other problems with this there's belts involved and blah 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 but if you just tell me that he goes one on you know two on one with the bucks or something like I'd have a problem with that on principle but yes I know what you're saying if it if they weren't the champions and it was just a match because they're trying to show do an underdog thing with hangman like I'd be okay with something like that as long as it's leading to where we need it to lead I don't need him to immediately, but... But you're ignoring uh, so many things in the no, process. But, but again, yes. The other problem is all this other stuff, which is, oh, look, Christian, Christian Cage is the number one contender. You're, you're, you're ignoring bait and switch. Like, well, and, and that's the thing. Is I, I don't see... If this is going... And, and by the way, if, if you're telling me that this is going to last a year before Adam Page... That's, that, that's too long. That's yeah. too long. Like, so if we're pushing it to November, why are we pushing it to November? That, and that's that's the part that I keep coming back. This is what you told me I should be watching each and every week for. Yes. I'm tuning into your television show because I'm getting this. To, this has been the one good thing on your product. Right. Yes. To not get this? That is yeah. bait and switch to its core. It's it's this is this goes back to the eternal, you know, you you made me believe in Roderick Strong only to take him away from me. Like that, you don't do this shit. I it has to matter that I tune in. It's gotta matter. I I I can only say this so many times. I get it. I'm never turning off professional wrestling as long as we do this show. The moment that we don't do the show anymore, I gotta be honest with you guys. I'm probably getting rid of a lot of it, um, <laughs> just because it's taking up so much of my fucking life. Um, especially if I end up having to watch stupid Rampage on top of everything else. Um, oh God! Like I, it's it's a real problem for me how much professional wrestling I have to watch, and I get it. I'm not really watching it; it's just sort of on um, while I'm doing other things. But still, like even that's too much for me because there's things I I'm not caught up on. Well, I did get caught up on Loki, but there's uh, I would rather be watching uh, you know Lupin or something like that right now than all of the professional wrestling I have to watch. Um, but if I'm gonna watch, it's gotta matter. It's got to matter. You can't just decide one week on a whim. Yeah, but we don't want to do it. There is no good reason for this. You have made me want this. You have made this be the thing. To not do it? Get the fuck out of here. And it scares me even more because like like when uh, me and Brandon first talked about it, I said, okay, so you're bringing in CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. How are you going to not make it so they're you know, going right into the telepicture? And I said, you have Adam Page win. Kenny comes out and cuts a promo about how he's the best in the world, even still. And CM Punk comes out. So you still have the big feud without getting the title involved. I don't see how you... Honestly, 
I don't see how you introduce Daniel Bryan and CM Punk while having this feud going and not involve them in the elite at all. I mean, this is the Goldberg thing. It immediately is going to fuck up whatever thing you had going. Well, and let's talk about. I mean, there. This bleeds into the other problem. Like, there. The, the first problem is you're introducing these people, and nobody wants to acknowledge they're going to be casualties. Like, suddenly Orange Cassidy's not on TV. Yeah. Right. You know, like nobody wants to talk about that part of it. That the the guy that you've been building is going to be on TV, and I get it. Somebody says, "Well, yeah, but I'm getting Daniel Bryan." Like, okay, I I understand. I understand that there can be a trade off there, but you have to acknowledge that part of it. This is messier than that. Which is, this is, but is Darby Allen ever going to get a shot at a title? Like, can we talk yeah. about that? Are, are we ever going to get to a point where Darby Allen is in the mix? Or is it just going to be these guys forever? And by the way, this is the reason, fan of AEW that thinks this is great, this is the reason you wanted all these guys to go here. Because they weren't getting these opportunities at the other company that does all this stuff that you hate. So... If now that's happening here, but and I think I think it's important to acknowledge why the Goldberg thing is bad. And and by the way, there's multiple reasons, but the yeah. most important reason why the Goldberg thing is bad is not because he can't work. Well, that's that's a pretty big no, one. That, that, Let's that be fair. It's a it's a pretty no, big one. It's not. The biggest reason is it interrupts uh, everything else. Right, that and you're I get there's the opportunity wise. cost. There's a there's a significant opportunity cost that's involved too. And I, I get but all I that. I mean that's not but that's what I'm saying. They're gonna you would people that are giving this a pass make the argument maybe that CM Punk or Daniel Bryan is going to come in and have an A plus right. match not, with They're Kenny not Bill Omega. Goldberg, right? I get that. Correct, but that's but that's only a little bit of the Goldberg problem. The bigger part of the Goldberg problem is he's not around. It's a it's a shotgun thing, and that's what all this is too. It, it's the same. Well, problem they, they aside from the CM fact Punk that they can going, actually work. Well, and they assume that CM Punk and Daniel Bryan wouldn't be coming in for a one spot. And may, they may or may not. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I mean, don't. right now, I think we're working under the assumption that it's not. We'll, we'll see whether that's true. But right now, right. that's the assumption. Right. Look, I'm not, you know, I, in the same way, I'm not telling you it's going to be what gets me to stop watching AEW. I'm not trying to do that. But this is... If this they fuck is, this up, it should be fairly unforgivable. This is heinously bait and switchy. I mean, this is heinous. The idea that you would do this. This is worse. I mean, I've been talking about the Roderick Strong thing. How many years has that been now? Roderick Strong, uh, 2017? Yeah, this is four, four years, five years, something like 17, that. And 17, I, 17. I still talk about it because it's one of the ultimate bait and switches that, that, that uh, you know, I've ever... But at ever... least that was only building for three months. Correct. This has been building for 18 months. And the notion of, well, we'll just revisit in November, like... Uh, Why? Okay. I mean, like... I. I, I'm not telling you you can't get back there to November, but there's a couple things that go along with that. One being, and nobody wants to talk about it, somebody can get hurt between now and November. And there's no reason to take that risk. It doesn't help you to take that risk of somebody getting hurt between now and November and keeping it from happening. Keeping it from happening. It, you know, somebody can unfortunately get get busted for something, pop for steroids, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like, there's a million everything is painted. There is every reason to do this now. There is no reason to not do it now. It, None. If you want to have him run through the elite, have him run. There's still a month to the pay per view. Have him run through the elite. Yeah, it's not until Labor Day weekend. <laughs> like Jesus yeah. Christ. Like that's and that's why I almost wonder if after these reports came out, they kind of reconsidered because I just don't know why you do that segment if it's not to have. 
I mean, that, that was. I mean, it's 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 an it's an it's a really bad segment of television. There's nothing that comes from it. It just, I, I unless you're compelled by the the dark order side of it, which I'm not, and I never have been, and I'm not going to be. Right, like that part of this is not interesting to me. That's the only part about that that was remotely interesting. Him just going out there to get his ass handed to him. All it does is make Adam Page look like an idiot. It doesn't accomplish right. anything, right? Like it's, it's insane, frankly. Um, it wasn't compelling TV. Again, to your point, the only reason to do it is to somehow break him down to build him back. I, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I can't. And, and to to fire him up to be like, uh, yes, but the only reason, the only way that works. Is if you're doing it here, you're not stretching it out for four yep. months, especially with what we're we're coming into. Yep, no doubt, no doubt. So he, he, yeah. <laughs> so other than that, like, other than all Darby's, that, Darby's dive was awesome. <laughs> Darby's dive was yeah. I mean that that match was fun and cool. I mean I I'm not gonna pretend like I give a shit about you know the other three guys, but like I, it, I don't think you were supposed. I think that was supposed to just be you know one of those. Oh yeah, it was it was a glorified house match type of thing. Yeah, you know, and exactly. and I'm fine with that in my professional wrestling show. And on a night yeah. where there was a lot that was bad, it was probably about as good as we got. I I can't I can't believe that they're still doing the bit where like there's just two women's championships and that. Mm. It, that's that's really bad, and I mean, there's so many other things that are bad that I can't even, you know, I can't list them all. But uh, you had what what what's the name of what's the name of the contender that's that's fighting Britt Baker? What's her name? Red Velvet. Red Velvet. You have Red Velvet call herself inv- enhancement talent on the mic. Yeah, I mean that doesn't that doesn't bo- I mean like I that's such a wonky thing that it didn't bother me all that much. What did bother me more was like how quickly Britt Baker accepted it and like the fine line between Brit I don't have a problem with the fact that they're not committing to Britt Baker being a face. Like I I can live with like part of the reason why we like her is because she's this character, but th- like if you're going to do that, if you're not going to commit to her being a face, then she probably shouldn't have immediately accepted the challenge like before there was really even a challenge laid out, <laughs> like yeah. when Red Velvet well, comes out, I, I think it, I, I think it kind of worked because they were, you know, saying enhanced. Like that's, I think they were saying, oh, Red Baker thinks she's a pushover and can face her at Pittsburgh, and this will be a walk in the park in her hometown. Yeah, I think I mean, that's I, what I, they were. Presenting. I guess, I guess, but like a, a strong, if you're. It, this goes back to me. Well, not Ro- knowing. Roman, Roman instantly accepted the Finn challenge because he thought he could kill Finn. So it was kind but of the that's, same. that was, but that was it was, it was and it was more about John Cena. It than was, it was in spite of that was just yeah. to spite someone else. Yeah, correct. That's a different. All right, um, very good. We we went a little bit longer than I wanted to, but uh, much yep. to discuss. Much to discuss, and technology was a problem. All right, um, uh, plugs, Brandon. Let's. Uh, oh no, Aaron. We start with you normally, don't we? Yeah, uh, check out vsin.com. Check out the cap 10 to 1 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 10 Pacific. Got some big announcements coming soon. And actually, depending on where you're listening, you might be able to hear us on terrestrial radio in the near future. So keep your eyes out for all that. And of course, but, follow me on Twitter at the AOster. But what exactly are they going to let you participate in that, Aaron? What's that? Are you are you going to be talking on this show as well? Are they, are they letting you letting you be Austin. a part of that? I, I have talked here and there, yes. Awesome. But hang on a second. What is this terrestrial radio that you speak of? What? <laughs> yeah, I know it's a weird bit. What, I know, right? What is, what is that exactly? Like what? what? It, it's a thing where if you're in specific cities, you can actually get like hear voices out of your devices. So it's like a podcast or sort of, okay. yeah. It's like you're a gonna... podcast. We can only 
hear it in certain places. We might have to do this off the air because I am confused, pal. I got to uh, be honest with you. I, uh, am I know. I, I get it. Did you do your social media? I already missed that part. I did. All right. Uh, Brandon, what's coming up? Speaking of like what are things, there are concerts coming up. Now, what are those? Do you remember exactly? what those are? I, I barely do. <laughs> Just barely. They're so live we, podcasts. There you go. We open next week on Friday, August 13th with Get the Let Out, who's like the greatest I've ever heard. I'm sorry, what? It's the only way you're supposed to say that. Whenever a DJ describes an upcoming Get the Let Out show, you say, Get the Let Out. Uh, <laughs> that's the way that's, <laughs> that's supposed to work. Yeah, that's, you sound right out of uh, 100.7 The Bay. That's there. exactly um, the type of station that advertises <laughs> upcoming Get the Let Out shows. That's the way it works. The only Led Zeppelin experience. Yes, 100%. What, um, a, what else is coming up? Uh, so Paris is on uh, August 17th. It's Paris spelled with, with a, a v. v. Yes, yeah. Oddly. Drive by Truckers on August 27th. Bayside on September 2nd. Young Blue, September 9th. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff coming. Go to ramsheadlive.com. At Ramshead Live on Twitter, at Ramshead Live on Instagram, and as always, I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter. Yeah, Leon Bridges is coming, and that's all that matters in the history of the world. Well, the... those tickets are sold out. Yeah, so, that doesn't you know. surprise me one bit. That I can't believe they lasted for more than twenty. Did you seconds. get yours? Uh, I, I did. <laughs> I, I did. One hundred percent. My tickets are taken care of. Oh God! Imagine. You sure about that? Yeah, I know. I'm waiting for that night where I'm like, "Hey, buddy, we're gonna." We're. I'm in New Jersey. Yeah, sorry. right. I'm waiting for that. This is a true story. One time, Brandon told me he was taking care of tickets for a show, and he didn't do it. That's that, not true. That happened. You don't remember that? No. You don't remember that? There's, there's zero chance. It was that's not. True. It was not at Ramshead. It was somewhere else. We'll talk about. Oh that well, of course yeah, that's yeah, true. I then I know. I know. Yeah, exactly. Right. If it was at Ramshead, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, thanks to uh, AJ for, uh, of course, at AJ Francis 410 is how you follow him. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio. GlennClarkRadio.com is web, my website. For uh, Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 Vent, 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 vent. AJ Francis. I am Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Okay, me. Jobbing Out! Okay, me again. Fuck the internet in Nevada.